Hey, where is she? Is she naked? Beavis and Butthead, what a surprise. Uh, we want to watch. Yeah, come on. You'd like to watch what? You know, you and that chick doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't even have to come in. If you could just, like, put the shades back up, that'd be fine with me. <laughs> Boys, this really bothers me, okay? to you from beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. I was actually in contract negotiations, so uh, luckily I did get one more uh, perk from uh, my contract negotiation because Ron realized that he could not do the show alone. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything about the negotiations. I said you were, was- you know, you were away. It was hard. It really was hard, you know, but luckily I got my one extra perk and which is one extra snore or, you know, yawn. Well, yawn. Per show. Yep. Yeah. You didn't know he actually had a quota. We have a quota on how many yawns. Yes. Yes. No, I was actually away for uh, my best friend uh, who was my best man in my wedding and best friend when I was a kid. His father passed away. So we were dealing with that that same day we record. I really wasn't into mood of pinball that day and. Ron was very gracious to do it alone with the two techies. I wish I was there because I was yelling at the podcast a lot of times. Yelling? Like, you're wrong. No, I was like, no. And I was like, Ugh. I had my opinions and I couldn't state them. Well, you got to be on the show to state your opinions. Oh, I'm not going to state them now. <laughs> but we're not alone this week, Bruce. What? Yes. Did you already hire my replacement? Uh, no, you, you, you actually got our guest, remember? Oh, fuck. And our guest is? Ryan C. G'day, lads. Scraping the bottom of the barrel again, are we? <laughs> yeah, we are. You guys scraped it last week, and now we're scraping it this week. <laughs> you see, Bruce, our, our ratings are dropping big time, so yeah. we got to have the ratings leaders on our program. Yes, yes. The twippy uh, winners for uh, this year coming up. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. The, the highest rated podcast ever. The, what, what do you guys get, like 10,000 listeners an episode or something? I thought it was 20 million. That's that's, that's in the first day, and then it, it keeps on snowballing after that. Uh, no. yeah, okay. I'm, I'm glad to be on the show, guys. Bit of a bit of a change up from the normal uh, the normal show that me and Marty do, so it's actually I'm ready to go, mate. fun and enjoyable, and you can actually have an opinion. I get no. I can. Marley doesn't. Marley doesn't edit me too much. Oh, um, he does too. <laughs> it, it's it's for the better. I don't think we could. I don't know. Get away with some of the things that we. Uh, some of the interviews we've pulled. If I was allowed to go on my little rants and not get who, edited. Who do you think edits so. more, Marty or Ron? Probably Ron. <laughs> Probably Ron. Ron, do you have an opinion on that one? About what? How? how who edits what? Who edits more, me, you or uh, Marty? I edit more of my stuff out than I ever edit Bruce out. Wow. Yep. Well, I edited for two or three weeks, and it, it, it was insanely annoying because it just takes so much of your time up, and you can't really do anything while you're editing, like, like listen to music or, or distract yourself with anything else. But the, the positive about it is that you have kind of so much power over 
you know the conversation like you can you stutter too much you can you can chop that out um you can make a joke sound funnier with a pause or, or shortening the reaction um you're in a you're in a seat of power mr Braun. yes i am and with great power comes great responsibility which leads us to this episode episode 109 uh thor ray ragon cock what is it Rag. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnarok. R- Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> These are dumb names. So what's the um what does that mean? It means it's... the uh end of days for uh Asgard. Okay, who's Asgard? It's the uh it's where Thor people come from. Thor people. <laughs> Thor people come from. <laughs> it's where the Asgardians come from. <laughs> yes. Thor people, that's awesome. The Asgardians? Okay, I Asgardians. like Asgardians. Mm. Wait a minute, I thought Guardians was another one we did. I'm no. getting confused. <laughs> you are. You it's a good start. Floor Ragnarok is good. It's 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 one of the only ones that was I think the only one that's directed by that um that Kiwi director, and it was like all funny and all kind of retro futuristic um a lot of people didn't like it because it was you know they said it was wasn't it need to be more serious but i loved it i loved I it, liked it too. i liked it a lot all right so we get we get two thumbs up and one thumb that will probably never watch it of course there you go <laughs> all right <laughs> you gotta love uh like naming all your episodes and like one of the people on the show has never seen 99 percent of them well, that's what happened a couple months ago with the freaking Godzilla ones. Well, most normal people have watched Godzilla. Come on, Bruce. I, no one cares about Godzilla. <laughs> well, you're, in you. Aust- you're in Australia. That's different. That's different. You don't count. But most Americans love Godzilla. No. Well, they, they know about Godzilla, but yes. surely, like after the last movie, like no one gives a shit. It's the same thing every time. Like he he rocks up, he trashes shit, and then you realize that he's like he's a good guy or something, and he helps kill some other kaiju creature. <sighs> Thank you. I just don't get I think it. He just, just did it, it all right there. Uh, that was the perfect synopsis. You could make a similar synopsis about just about any Marvel movie. Uh, Let's be real. So. That's true. Yeah. That's why Game of Thrones is so good. You don't know who they're going to kill off. It's true. Piece of news. Oh, no. And it's really light. Really light. The news has been light the last two weeks. Because nothing's going on. Pinball's dead. Yeah, Pinball dead. is dead to all. It is definitely dead. With all these Deadpool lease parties going on, it's totally dead. Nothing's, mm-hmm. nothing's happening. Let's see. This is from This Week in Pinball. Hi, Jeff. Well, I heard you were on. Were you on this site, I heard? I was. You were. Oh, I was. Jesus, I have to remind him. He doesn't need, he's, uh. It's been a busy week. So how were you on the site? I was asked to proofread an article for Dennis from the Eclectic Gamers podcast about system. I was actually looking over to Bally Stern system. I didn't know much about the Gottlieb and the Williams it's just Williams. Who cares about that? But they're beginning board sets for all four companies, which, of course, Bally and Stern are exactly the same. And uh, I gave him a couple tidbits on the uh, the lawsuit between Bally and Stern. So there was a lawsuit because um, Stern basically wanted to enter the market, and they just ripped off Bally. They just reverse engineered. Their- Actually, they bought the company. They bought the company that designed the Bally boards. Like, totally bought them out, like, bought you now belong out. to us. Yes. Wow. But don't forget, so, 
they were still copyrighted by Valley. So, and as Ron stated in the past, and I, I do have to agree with him, we think Bally actually wanted it to happen after they found out about it. Because two companies making the same board sets made distributors and operators want this board set more than a Gottlieb board set. Of course, anybody would want that better than that. Or a Williams board set because there is interchangeability. How much of a share of the market did Stern Electronics have back then to kind of justify that? Like, did they did they come in with a pretty big bang? Like, I know some of the... No. The biggest bang I think they had was, like, Stars, which 7,000 games. Meteor. Meteor? Meteor is one, Flight 2000 is second, Stars is third. Okay, so 10,000, where you had... Uh, Bally was doing 20,000 and 15 and 16,000 runs. Actually, Galaxy might be third, then Stars. Stars, Stars is third or fourth, somewhere Let's in see. there. The interesting thing is how different it was between the pinball and the video games. Like the video games, every single game almost had a different, slightly different board set or had modifications so it couldn't be copied. Okay. Like mm-hmm. Asteroids and Asteroids Deluxe literally has one extra oh, yeah. button, but the board set's different. So you can't use like an Asteroids Deluxe board set in an Asteroids, which makes no sense. Were people cloning them though? Like, what, what were they? I, I guess so. Against? I mean, they literally would make them different for every single game, as opposed to pinball, where they're pretty much a board set, like a a system, whatever, a you know, whatever generation board set, and and they would just make the same board set. It's crazy when you think about it that you know this hobby is small when like nothing has really been cloned in China. Like every industry that you, you can think of, if something is popular enough, someone in China will say, okay, well, I will make a version of this now and I'll make it ridiculously cheap. But in pinball, like it's, it's <laughs> just too, too complicated and I guess too small for someone to ever do that. How about Thunderbirds? <laughs> What's that a clone of? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Ben Heck can sue the home pin and what, what did you say bruce that the um belly made profit off every single stone yes, yes. Product 100 dollars like, yeah. supposedly i think it was and bruce yes they learned their lesson because later when they found a data east they totally came up with their own board system <laughs> right that was based on the architecture of system you 11. mean they copied williams Yes, they did. Yeah, they totally copied but they, Williams. But, but they actually made it different. The soundboard. Yes. The soundboard is literally the only thing that's different in the earlier systems. And the PPB board. What does that mean? The, the popcorn the, popper board. Yeah, the, the, the pinball uh, power, uh, you know, the it's actually the driver, one of the, like an external driver board and everything like that. It's different, too. So it was different enough where they knew not to get sued, but... You know, it was pretty much copied from. Yes. Yep. So uh, number one for for Stern was Meteor at 7,939 games. Second was Flight 2000 with 6,301. And Ron, which one do you think was more, Galaxy or Stars? I'll say Stars. 250 more. Really? 5,200 to 4,947. Of course, Ryan C has the Stars. Yes, he does. I do. I haven't, seen se- I haven't seen it yet, but it's it's coming. I I, I, I messaged John the other day and I said, are you, are you done with it? And he's like, oh, I'm still having fun, but you know, it's pretty hard. You can you can come and grab it whenever you want. So I called the courier up and I should have it, I don't know, maybe next week or the week after. 
That's Dr. John. That's Dr. John Costin. And this is Ryan C. from the Head to Head Pinball Podcast, which we really didn't say. Just kind of assuming everyone knows everyone at this point. <laughs> you ever notice that? It's just like, oh, yeah, everyone knows everybody. Well, someone might be tuning in for the first time. That could Scary. be. Scary. And, and they're tuning and out to the other 100 and, 110 episodes, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's a scary thought when someone messes you and like, oh, hey, I just started listening. I'm going to go back and listen to everything. You're like, no, don't. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. What are you doing? No. We still have people messaging me about like episode 47 and 49. I'm like, that was a year ago. <laughs> I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember them as soon as I upload them. They, they, leave, they leave my head forever. What? It's 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 funny. It's like um, you know Clay with Topcast. You go back and listen to his, and they're all like, kind of like these iconic people in the industry, and and like every episode means something. I mean, some of the interviews are better than the others, but it's a snapshot of like you know 2002 or 2003 at that moment in that person's life. Whereas like all of our episodes are just whatever happened this week in pinball, which sometimes is absolutely nothing. You ain't kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> So here we go with the news. We have Scott Denisi talks game two on Special When Lit. You guys should get him on the show. I think it's like the only show he hasn't been on is your show. Hey, Bruce, get on that. I don't know him. I, uh, Bruce has to know everyone, but see, now he's stuck in a bar and he, he doesn't get out anywhere. No, you, 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 everyone's hoard him out. We want to get- <laughs> so he's used up, so you don't want him, is that it? Exactly. We'll wait a little while. When he, you know, just before he releases his second game. Okay. Then we'll ask him. We'll offer him Rusax. Yes. But uh yep, they uh the special Lit pinball podcast had an interview with him. Talking about the well, I guess TNA is he's ceasing production after what, five hundred and fifty games? Temporarily ceasing. Yeah, temporarily, because they need to get the uh and there was a Game 2 teaser, which is um, partial artwork of something. Any any ideas? I, I don't think that's real artwork. I think that's just... I mean, he has a lot of fun, him and, and Charlie. They don't take things too seriously. So that would just be a mock-up of something. Of something. It, it isn't. Yeah. Uh, I have to agree. I, I, I think they're trolling. Yeah. Um, Zen Studio announces the first four-pack, which is going to be Fishtails... Medieval Madness, Junkyard, and the Getaway High Speed 2. Now, three out of four ain't bad. And the uh, Fishtails is the free game. The free game. And the four-pack is 10 bucks. Is that, is that like like Toten was the free game for um, Pinball Arcade? Is Fishtails now the, the free one? I think so. That's think what so. I stated it. Yeah. What's a better game, Toten or Fish? Fishtails. 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 Okay. See, reveal streams. Jack Danger Deadflip had reveal streams of these machines and showed us features on Monday evening. Check it out on Switch Channel. Looks like the tables are going to have the two different modes. Zen mode, which will be like the ridiculous physics, the unrealistic physics. Like on Medieval Madness, I guess the castle will actually blow up. Yeah, and the dragon <laughs> yeah. freeze fire. And on Fishtails, there's a fishing guy in the... Uh, the slingshots and oh god. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen on Elvira? What's the realistic, the fantasy version of that? Um, uh, I the, the spider comes to life. The spider comes to life. <laughs> when he's, yeah, I don't think it's scared stiff. Okay. And they'll have arcade mode, which will be simulated real world physics. Ooh. 
so we'll see how real it plays. And physically. And physically. And then there was the Blockade podcast. Man, how many podcasts are there? Had an oh, interview with, with Mel Kirk, who was the vice president of publishing at Zen Studios. Is that Steve Kirk's son? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think no, so. Okay. It's about an hour, and they dive into these tables. Check it out. And now the reason we have Ryan C on. No. Haggis Pinball! New pinball Haggis. company! Haggis Pinball! Haggis Pinball, located in Australia, announced this week that they're going to attempt to build a pinball machine with the goal of having it ready for Texas Pinball Festival in March. One of the more interesting parts of the project is they plan to document their progress along the way. So, what do you know about this? It's in Australia, so you must know all about it, right, Ryan? Well, I. I you probably I know all these guys. To- I started to watch the video and I was watching it on my phone and there's this high pitched squeal and I, I just couldn't watch it. It was like, you know, you know, like when you plug something into the, the PowerPoint and it's meant to be like this high pitch for insects. So they go away. It was like that. So I, I haven't actually watched the video, um, but I can tell you that without knowing anything, they will not have a pinball machine ready for Texas pinball festival next year. I've seen the future. Okay. It's, it's harder than it looks guys. It is. It's hard. <laughs> pinball is hard. I, and, and I, it's it's not it's a slow news week. So Jeff, Jeff put this in there because it's it's something, but it's not a pinball company. It's just I believe a dude wanting to make his own pinball machine and show dude, it to the world. Dude, man. <laughs> then we have countdown to Pinball Expo. It's coming. Hype is building for Pinball Expo. The show will take place October seventeenth through the twentieth. In Chicago, well, actually, Wheeling, Ooh. Wheeling, Illinois. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Just because you're not going doesn't mean you could just yawn. Why aren't you going, Bruce? Bar. It's called a bar. You can bar. take a couple of days off the bar. You did it for Pinburg. Yeah, Pinburg's more important. Yeah, Pinburg is more important. But I'll be going. <laughs> so we'll get behind the scenes access with Ron Hallett. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm just going to let me. Right, yeah, right behind the scenes. Yep. That, that's me. I couldn't even get a special pass at freaking Texas. But that's bullshit, Ron. You didn't ask for one. Yeah, but Dr. John said he asked for one, and he wouldn't even give, give him one until he gave him, like, a trinket. I didn't yeah. have anything to give him. What the hell is I going to give him? <laughs> Autograph something for him? This is <laughs> the Ron Hallett of the Slam Tail Podcast. you you gotta, you got to pretend you're important, Ron. That's how it works. That's exactly how it goes. Hi, I'm Steve Ritchie. I've had plastic <laughs> surgery. I look different now. <laughs> so what do you guys think we're going to see at chicago pinball expo do you think we're going to see uh oktoberfest you excited about that run um sure i'm excited for all new pinball unlike bruce what's the deal with oktoberfest there it's because it, it seems like i saw some some stat where a certain i feel someone posted on pinside i think that Something like 60, 66% of people in the U.S. have never left the country. Oh, yeah. That's guaranteed to be true. Most American citizens do not have their passports. I don't. Have you ever left the U.S.? Nope. Not even to Canada, Mexico, nothing? Nope. Why, why is that? Why do people in the U.S. not want to travel as much as other countries? Best country in the world? Never had an inkling to go there? I don't know. Okay. We have it all. Yeah, yeah. Well, we that's, have... like, that's what I think, like the Oktoberfest thing, you know, like in, in Australia, it's kind of like widely accepted as a, as, you know, something that we adopt, but it seems like in the US, it's not actually a big thing at all. It is a little bit. 
if you're in a German uh, city in a German town like uh, Buffalo, it's very popular. Oktoberfest. But some of the interesting seminars lined up will be what's new at American Pinball. Which note: American Pinball's newest creation, Oktoberfest, is expected to be revealed at Expo. And then the next one is interesting: Future Worlds with Deep Root Pinball. Speakers: Barry Osler, Dennis Nordman, John Papaduke, John Norris, and Quinn Johnson. Now, my question is: Who's providing the security? My question is: Who's Quinn Johnson? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what that is. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> now, this thing is: After everyone talks shit about Papaduke and all that, n- no pinball people would actually do anything. No. Let's be real. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to shout up during the seminar, You stole my money, asshole! I would. You I'd would? I double dare somebody, yeah. Bruce would stand up, You stole my money! It's like, you didn't even order anything. He doesn't know that. I, I don't think there's any point in John being there until he has a, a game. physical game that yeah. he can show. And then and then you can kind of like, not forget about, you know, what he's done and, and, and the stuff that everyone's been through, but at least it's more of a diversion than just sitting up on stage talking about what he's going to do. I don't know. It seems like a bit of a bummer for all the other people like Barry and Dennis. And so Dennis. Quinn Johnson is the story writer. He okay. wrote stories for comic books for the tales of Teenage Mutant, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other things. And video games and other stuff. Okay. So he's like the storyboard guy. Ah, so that'll be deep root. Everyone will be getting hey, rooted. I know, who, I, I know who the, uh, the security guy's going to be. Steve Batten. Steve Batten is providing security. Yes. Because <laughs> when I think, you know, security, I think Steve Batten. I don't know about you. Always, yes. Always, always. He's a very aggressive guy. He's very aggressive. He broke Star Wars again. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, Bruce. No, I did not. What happened? Basically the same thing that happened at Rock Fantasy. There was like a, a gradual shutdown of Star Wars and its functions. Nice. It, and it's supposedly on new code, the latest code. Nice. It was all like super, super duper slow mo pinball. Yeah, he broke nice. it again. So obviously that's still not completely fixed yet. Then we have an evening with Jersey Jack pinball. You gotta get some caviar and some nice, nice subtle music and some yeah. Oh my! I got an email. I'm gonna be getting my manual. Oh, for your your three and a half pound manual? Yeah, my three hundred pound manual. I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be the greatest printed manual ever. I've heard nothing but good things about their manual. Like, they're the greatest manuals of all time. So, I'm looking forward to it. I have to agree. I get excited well, I mean, over it's, manuals. It's already online. You just, this well, is yeah. just the physical version yeah. of it. Yeah, Yeah, but it's not the same. Come on, don't you get excited for manuals? No, because you can't, you can't search them like you can search the, the, <sighs> the PDF version. I can type in slingshot, and I can find the part for the slingshot kicker straight away. Whereas, if it's a physical page, I have to sift through the contents and look through 300 pages to you find what I You could just go to the index. I'm, I'm slack. I can't do that. I'm all mm, over the place. All right. <laughs> then we're going to have uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation again. Mm-hmm. Still making the rounds. Then um, various speakers from Stern Pinball. I'm sure Timmy will be there. Timmy! Did you see how long that seminar lasts? Yeah, it's got out here for four hours. <laughs> that's a lot of time man that's where you bring the depends for oh so you don't beer have to leave pimple equals money beer mm. plus just it's gonna be chanted for the like yes. in the background for four hours i'm surprised you didn't walk up to gary and say that to him he was in australia yeah marty marty had a couple of shots with him i think no he didn't but um <laughs> yeah G- gary gary came over for uh pinfest in newcastle it's our 
I guess our biggest show in uh, in Australia, but it's still like about 80 machines or so. And it was for the kind of like the soft reveal of um, of Deadpool. So mm. it's finally here. Mm. Yay. So what do you think of Deadpool? You play it yet? No, I, I didn't go. It was in a different state. Marty just happened to be uh, in the state for uh, other reasons, and he was about an hour away, so he just drove down and, and gave it a go. I'm still yet to play it, but it, it's kind of annoying being in the in the podcast world now because I listen to other podcasts and I, I'm talking about Deadpool, and then by the time it arrives, kind of like like what happened with Guardians of the Galaxy, like I almost don't even want to play it because I've already heard everyone else's opinions on it, and nothing seems seems new and exciting anymore. I don't know. Yeah, you know, Oktoberfest was going to bring humor back to pinball, right? And then Deadpool comes yeah. out, which is all about humor. So they beat him. They beat him mm-hmm. to the punch. Once again, Stern, holding down the little guy. Proof once again. <laughs> That's what it is. They, they heard Oktoberfest wow. was coming. Humor, pin, boom. They had to beat him. Okay, so apparently Munsters is coming next. So who, who are they squashing with Munsters? Uh, Alice Cooper, Nightmare Castle? Then and then and Oh, no, it's Adam's family. <laughs> what the hell is... Uh, oh, what is the theme music for Monsters? I don't even know. Uh, Bruce, this is more your era. What is it? It sounds like Black Knight. It does. Okay. Now that everyone's tuned out... That was the Monsters. Pinball Brothers. Who the hell are the Pinball Brothers? Well, wait a minute. They were head-to-head pinball? So Ryan could tell us. Who were the Pinball Brothers? They're the guys who... who stole all the bought... parts from... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they bought out Highway Pinball and then moved all the assets and then liquidated the company. <laughs> and then are now going to start up some new company, apparently, to produce Queen and Playboy. Maybe. It's never going to happen. No. But with the Queen movie coming out, it'd be perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. Do they do they have a they don't have a slot do they in uh, in the the pinball expo? No, they can't they can't go to TPF and and compete with Five Days of Deep Root, right? No, no one's going to be able. I don't think anyone can. No, no, no one's going to be able to compete with that. Whatever it's going to be. Let me see here. Um, I think that's it. It that's, is, that's guys. <laughs> There's not much going on, man. Well, luckily. I'm on the show, and yes, I, and I'm not very talented, guys. But you know, last time I came on the show, we ripped off other podcasts. So this time I'm coming on the show, and I'm going to rip off me coming on the show last time, and we're going to do rip off to the ultimate betrayal. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bruce, yes. Strap yourself in because there's a lot of podcasts. Okay. <laughs> Did he say strap on? Strap no, on. Just... Oh, strap <laughs> off. Strap on, strap off. Bruce, strap are you at the bar? Yes. Okay, start drinking and don't stop until I tell you. We're doing the Meltdown Pinball Podcast. Meltdown Podcast done. And are you drinking Two Brothers Pinball Pale Hour? No, I am drinking Cherry Rum, as always. Okay, I'm drinking Two Brothers. Two Brothers is amazing. I want to drink that passion. That's two podcasts done. Okay, Eclectic Gamers Podcast with, uh, with Dennis and Tony. They do bracket-style eliminations, and, and they, they put it up to the public, and they have, like, 32 to choose from, and it goes down to 16, 8, 4, 2, 1, and it takes, like, five, five or so weeks. It takes it forever. Does. We're going to do one right now with Bruce and Ron, 
And what it is, is the ultimate, the best, and don't yell it out because I know you guys probably know the answer, the best Stern Electronics game. Now, I've, I've seeded them all, okay? So that the I've seeded them all according to pin size. That's so probably all wrong. And half of them didn't even have a ranking. And there are 29 games. Is that right? Um, I guess. Sure. I guess. Yeah, yeah, good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah survey says, ding! <laughs> Okay, and because it's a 32, I've had to put... I chose the worst one as Orbiter 1. Um, so that'll be in there a couple of times on the first bracket. So you can eliminate that the first time every time. Okay, so if you're confused, I'm going to give you a game, Two. like yes. Quicksilver and Orbiter 1, and you guys have 30 seconds to agree on which one is better. And if you don't agree within 30 seconds, then I get to choose, and I'm going to choose the wrong one. So you guys have to either agree straight away or argue for 30 seconds. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, this is easy. easy. Go ahead. Okay. So, Quicksilver and Orbiter 1. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Okay. Memory Lane and Orbiter 1. <laughs> Memory Lane. Memory Lane. Okay. Big Game and Freefall. Big Game. Big Game. This is easy. Meteor and Cheetah. Uh, uh. <sighs> I have to say Meteor. Meteor. <laughs> this is good so far. No arguments. Catacomb and Dragon Fist. Dragon Fist. Dragon Fist. Dragon Fist. Okay. Dracula or Nugent? Hmm. Nugent. Nugent. <laughs> I actually, yeah. Yeah. I have to. Stingray or Viper? Oh. Viper. Uh, Viper sucks, though. But Stingray sucks, but Stingray too. sucks really, too. Mm. It really is a basic bad game. Mm. It's one of their worst. I, I want Ryan to pick Stingray. Uh, I've only played Stingray. I haven't played Viper. And Stingray has that that hole at the top that chooses a random value for you, right? Like, yes, it does. I know a lot of I know a lot of games have that. It's like an EM feature, kind of like get get in the hole and we'll you know randomly choose you an award. Which so I don't know. I'll choose Viper because I've played Singray and I didn't like Singray. <laughs> nice. Um, Ali or Trident? Oh, Ali. Ali. Sea Witch or Orbital One? That's sea, sea Witch. <laughs> Pinball or... Oh, what is this? D- did I spell this right? Electro... Electronimo. Electronimo? Uh, pinball. Pinball. All right. Stars or split second? Stars. Stars. <laughs> That's not even. Ga- <laughs> galaxy or magic? Ooh, God. Galaxy. I have to go galaxy. Stargazer or Orbiter 1? That's Stargazer. Stargazer. <laughs> Lightning or wildfire? Oh. Wildfire. You know what? I don't even remember. What's, what's wildfire again? It's got the three kickout holes like uh, Ali does. It's uh, it's the horse. It's the horse. Uh, the horse can't. Yeah. Chariot. Yeah, chariot. Like you know. I'll say lightning. Ooh, so there you go, Ryan. Say your pick. <laughs> I don't know any of them at all. The slight the flaw fuck? in your game here, I think. Exactly. Well, I, yeah. Okay, I'll choose wildfire just just for the sake of it. I, <laughs> Nine ball or Iron Maiden. Nine, Nine ball. ball. Flight 2000 or Hot Hands? Flight 2000. Flight 2000. 
All right. This is the second round. This is when it gets All a little right. bit more interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll see you next week. <laughs> I'll, I'll come on five weeks in a row. Quicksilver or Memory Lane? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Big Game or Meteor? Meteor. I have to say Meteor again, too. I have to say Meteor. Dragon Fist or Nugent? Dragon Fist. Viper or Ali? Ali. Ali. Okay. Sea Witch or Pinball? Sea Witch. Stars or Galaxy? Stars. Stargazer or Wildfire? Stargazer. Nine Ball or Flight 2000? Nine Ball. Nine Ball. Now, the funny thing is, Orbiter 1 did not make it through four of the chances it had. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I put it in there four times. I knew it was going to, you know, didn't want to make it a good game because then a good game would be in there twice. Okay, so we're down to the final eight. Always like, I have a flaw with your, uh, yes. your theory of uh, yeah. you didn't put all the Stern games up. Did I miss some? You missed one. What do you mean, flaw with your theory? With his, How's with his, his game theory. The game theory. Game, he, it's if he not misses a theory, a though. Okay, with his game plan. Okay, because you were brucing again there. That didn't even make any sense. Well, <laughs> he missed. He actually missed. If you really want to go technical, he missed two sterns. One really is not a stern, but I consider it a stern, and one is a stern. One what is that? not a stern. Cosmic princess. Got it. That's the stern. Yeah. And that was an Australian stern. Yeah, he it was an Australian stern. So a flaw. And a second, Gamatron. No. Have you played Cosmic Princess, no. Bruce? I have, yes. I have, yes. I had one in my house for, for two days that someone kind of dropped off as just like a stop point for a courier to come pick it up, and it didn't work, and I, try, I tried quickly to get it to work. I saw some obvious kind of things not working, and no, it no. didn't work. Fail. Yeah, they go, they, hey, someone someone sold one on eBay here. He just put like an auction for like 100 bucks and just to see where it went. I think it got up to like... Four and a half grand. Crap. Holy shit. Holy crap. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's it, it, okay, it was like fully restored. It had like like a, a touched up play field with clear coat and everything. Um, new cabinet, like everything was, was flawless. So it wasn't it wasn't a junked example of it. But uh, Gammatron doesn't count, Bruce. Oh, come on, it does. No, it doesn't. It's Pinstar. It's a conversion kit. Pinstar was what? With Gary Stern's the, company. But it's uh, not Stern Electronics. No. The ash, and who did he have design it? I don't care. That doesn't count. Quicksilver, Quicksilver or Meteor? Oh, Quicksilver. Mm. Three spinners. You can't beat three spinners. Yeah, I gotta go Quicksilver. Two spinners. Sorry, two spinners. You can't. You can't beat two spinners. Yeah, it's two Dang. spinners. I know Zach's yeah. right now. No, it's stars, and that's just it. I know. I know it's the meteor, and that's just that's just the final word. I know Zach's thinking that. Dragon Fist or Ali. Dragon Fist. Dragon Fist. You guys really love Dragon Fist. I love the fist. Okay. <laughs> sea Witch or Stars? Ooh. Ooh. Stars. I'll go Sea Witch. It's ah. always it's Stars. Always. Because guess what? Brutal, basic ass kicking every time. And, and Sea Witch is fundamentally flawed with that loop. Did you hear Ryan C. exhale there? I think, think he's he's got to make a decision. The, the thing with C, okay, the I don't. It's flawed. It's a flawed game. You cannot use stars, that. Stupid. Stars seems to be always brutal, no matter how it's it's set up. It's like it's it's brutal. Whereas Sea Witch, 
if it's not set up right and you, your pop bumpers aren't strong and stuff like that, it can be a really kind of controllable, boring game. Like I've had really long games on my on my Switch, um, and it's not until the machine's kind of set up right, like perfect, that it plays super brutal and and super fun. And yes, the geometry on Switch is kind of a, it's slightly off and slightly whacked. No, wrong. Yes, no? it's totally wrong. It is. totally wrong. wrong. Nope. That loop, that loop isn't repeatable. Yes, it is. Thank it, you. Yes, it is. Not. Play my father's sea, which he repeats it all the time. But when the which when was the mine originally, around, so that's why it's the only reason why it loops. Oh God, because it was yours. Because it, that's the only reason I made it looper. Use yeah, you made it looper. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? No, super no. duper looper. You got to use the the L one tip. Replace the upper flippers with Liam's flipper bats. Yeah, I've done that. But when when the ball loops around, it hits that gate, right? The one-way gate. It's not very flush and not perfect. Yeah, and and that's that's not a rail. So it it bounces off. So it's not like it doesn't return. You got to play with it. So so Ryan C. is already stating that it's a flawed machine. While Stars, I have not heard one flaw against it. Because someone can't, like, tune their game properly, you're going to call it flawed? Come on. Many people call it flawed. Uh, I've never heard many one people. Person, so, never heard one person say stars is the flawed. The spinner, the spinner isn't really valuable either. It's Thank it's. You, it, you okay, have to rely get into on the rules. Random, okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to rely on random pop bumper action to to max the spinner, and then when even when it's maxed, it's not worth nearly as much as going for a loaded drop target bank that with an X in front of it, which will give you like like way more. So what are you choosing? I'm choosing stars. Okay. <laughs> okay, Stargazer or Nine Ball? Stargazer. Stargazer, three spinners. All right, down to the final four. Quicksilver, Dragonfist, Stars, and Stargazer. I don't believe Dragonfist made it that far. <laughs> it's <had some laughs> yeah. shitty competition. It won't make it the next round, I guarantee uh, no. it's, it's, it's had an easy run. Okay, so Quicksilver versus Dragonfist. Quicksilver. <laughs> okay, and Stars versus Stargazer. I have to say stars again still. I'll say Stargazer. <laughs> oh, don't make me choose this one. That's why I did it. Well, okay, what's what's the argument, uh, Bruce? What, why stars is stars superior to Stargazer? It's, it's, it's just Stargazer is a great game for three spinners. It is one of the best games out there. But stars, just the, if I was going to play both games next to each other, which I had at the bar, most people would go back and go back and go back for stars. Not four, because it because it eats their quarters. It eats their quarters, and it's just you want. Honestly, some people do want their asses kicked while playing pinball. That is the game that will say, "I'm ready to do this for you" every single time. It's just a fun, complete game. Run. Why is Stargazer better? Because it's got three spinners. <laughs> is that it's awful? the greatest spinner game ever. And when you play it with the Scott C modified software, it is much improved. Which, as Scott C says himself, he did not have to modify the Stars software because it was already perfect. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, just the three spinners, man. Just hit one it of those is, spinners and hear that sound. And, ah. It's one. It's one and one A for me. I hated that they're at the quarterfinal or semifinals, but not the finals. Well, if you guys can't agree, I'm I'm generating a random number. So you got ten seconds to agree. You got, nope, ten, you you got said, ten seconds. No, you say the rules, Ryan. Say yeah. Well, this, you would this choose, is yes. You this would is me choose, cho- not a random organizer. 
you would do. <laughs> you gave us rules that we had to follow. You're going to follow your rules now. Ah, jeez, I've only played Stargazer once, and... You were impressed. I, I was impressed. It was it was at that place in Japan where there's a hundred other machines, and I had like an hour and a half of my time to, to spend, and I was running around like a headless chook, like, oh my god, like what do I play? And now, I, I have just... a question for you. Yes? I know you own a Stars already, and I know you've wanted a Stargazer. If you yes. did choose just one, which would it be? Well, I would choose a Stargazer because... Not the value either, not for money-wise. Because no one wants to sell to me. <laughs> of course. We're smart. Well, <laughs> this is this is what I'm looking forward to with, with Stars, is that a lot of people treat a game like um, Iron Man. They absolutely love it because it's their, it's their go-to game that's quick and nasty. You know, they open up the outlets completely and they enjoy it. For some reason, I don't enjoy that game. I'm not sure if it's the sounds or, or whatever, but I like enjoy I enjoy my Demolition Man being absolutely brutal, um, and I'm I'm hoping that I enjoy Stars as being that game that I can play for a minute and actually have fun versus. Oh, you will. But Stargate is a I mean, I don't care that much about art, but Stargate is a beautiful thing to to look at. I agree. It's hard. We uh, and we know how you are with the art. Yeah, I'm choosing Stargazer. Sorry. Okay. In the final, in the blue corner, Quicksilver, and in the red corner, Stargazer. Shouldn't Stargazer be in the blue corner, being that it's primarily blue? blue? And, yes. And shouldn't the green corner be? It should be green corner, Quicksilver, blue corner, Stargazer. Man, I already okay. know my pick. Stargazer, Quicksilver. Ah, <laughs> I love how you guys in the in the first thirty-two that I read out, you pretty much agreed on every single yeah. one. But now it's uh, it's split for everything. Yeah, because you get to the better games, you're going to get yeah. some splits here. And Quicksilver, the sounds make that game, and the rules and the swoopable drop target, just perfect game. That's why it went all the way up to one side. The, Stargazer the one side has two sweepable banks and three spinners. And great sound. You can't sweep. It's very hard to sweep the back right. It is. No, no, that's the one I'm thinking about. The one in the center is the easily sweepable one. The one on the left is actually harder to sweep. Oh, and I almost forgot. I, I, I forgot something. You can actually sweep the top bank also by hitting the left spinner. And I have done that. It's very hard. Oh, uh, So what? It's doable. Oh, it is doable, but mm-hmm. it's very hard. That's a rare one. No, and there are only three targets you're sweeping. You could sweep all four with Quicksilver. Oh, okay. and Keith Elwin <laughs> has it in his office. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Keith. <laughs> and it's running Scott software. If anyone I know. cares, it does. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Quicksilver wins. Sorry. Yes. Ah, <laughs> I lose again. Yes. It wasn't meant to be a. It wasn't meant to be a competition. It was oh, meant well, to be. It's always a competition. What are you talking about? <laughs> we have single-handedly increased Stern Electronics value by, I think, threefold. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's happening in Australia as well. I said a big game went for serious dollars the other day, and uh, go for you said again. $3,550. <coughs> what? Oh. Which is $2,400 US. 
Oh, so I went to the, I went to the guy's your, house. Would you sell your big game for twenty four hundred dollars to Ryan C right now? Uh sure. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> you might have to work on the soundboard though, uh, Ryan. It's having some issues, but uh, you know, twenty four hundred. It's all yours. Yeah, I got I got I got first dibs on this one if I want it, but it was uh, I mean, there, so there was an eBay promotion going on, so I think it was like ten percent off. But it's, it's still a lot. All right, moving. That was the Eclectic Gamers podcast. Moving on to yes, yeah, this week in Pinball Podcast, and they do a lot of segments, right? But they just introduced this new one, which I think is quite funny. I'm not sure if you've listened to it, guys, but basically, I pretend to be like the psychiatrist, and I give you guys a word. I'll do one at a time. Bruce, you can go first, and Ron, you can go second. And I'll, I'll say something like, you know, Iron Maiden, and you guys give me the the first thing that pops in your head and you can't you can't delay and think about it for two seconds and then give the answer it has to be instant and that's that's just the first thing that pops in your head even if it doesn't make sense do you, do you understand right. oh yeah it's yes first, it's whatever whatever this will be easy for me because whatever comes out of whatever i first think of it usually comes out of my mouth so that's perfect exactly bruce this is just you being bruce okay <laughs> it's just the first thing that pops in your head i'll do it as gene simmons okay, okay. there you go gene <laughs> All right, so Bruce, you're first. I'm going to give you six. Okay, ready? Six, six in a row, or just one no, row? no, no. Okay, just, just, just six all up. Okay, you ready? John Papaduke. Thief. <laughs> Kevin Kulik. Thief. <laughs> Andrew Highway. Thief. <laughs> Star Wars pinball. Sucks. Gary Stern. Barker. <laughs> I thought you were about to read his mobile number out. Um, Ron Hallett Jr. Brother. Ah, uh, see? It all came around. Okay, Ron. Yes, yes, this ready, is Ron? Gene Simmons. Yes, I'm, I'm ready, Ryan. Jeff Teolis. Kiss. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What do you think I'm going to say? I'm, I'm... Uh, you're gonna say? Okay, I'm going to say... Oh, you got me. I'm going to say kiss for everything. Yes. Okay, hold on. Ron's coming back. Ron's coming back. Okay. okay. Jeff Teolis. Uh, Jeff uh, Google Play. Google Play. <laughs> Keith Elwin's beard. That's too long, That's too long, Ron. Come I, on. I can't think of anything for Keith Elwin's beard. <laughs> Tim Sexton. Timmer! The man who saved Pimble. Harry Williams. Best machine ever. Hasn't been made yet. Oh, okay. Let me chuck another one in there since you, you didn't do the Jeff Tiolis one. Uh, dialed in. Fun. Bruce Nightingale. Brother. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> it's true. Too I savvy. To my brother. Nice. Okay, moving along to the Pimbles Players Pod- Pimble Players Podcast. Hi, Jeff. Jeff, number three or four. All right, top five list. He does still, all the top five still, lists. I still not got on his show. You know, I, that's how we you know we well, got his, him on. And- his top five list he just did in his last episode. The most overrated games. It's terrible. I agreed with four out of five of them. Oh my god, it was terrible. Totally agreed Except with him. Walking Dead, I think, was number yeah, one. Yeah, except, except Walking Dead. The other yeah. four, I totally agree. What were they again? Indiana Jones. Totally yeah, agree. Totally agree. 
Star Trek. What do you didn't he say Star Trek Next Generation? No, he didn't say that. Well, what's maybe uh, maybe people should watch listen to his program to see what he came up with yeah, instead of us happy. actually giving away all his things. We can do that. <laughs> okay, so I asked Bruce. I'm not sure if you passed it on to Ron. Nope, I did not say one word him. Fail. Oh, Fail. <laughs> okay, I want the top five worst Belly Williams DMD games from the 90. Or you can check the Pin 2000 ones in there as well. No, don't do that because we'll just say the Pin 2000s ones immediately. Okay, no, okay. D- DMD only. Okay, DMD. Hold on. Let, let me get IPDB up since Bruce didn't give me any info. Well, Br- Bruce can go first since he might already have one. Oh, bye. He's top five. Is, is this number five? Or you, no, doing okay. An... So, no, I'm not going to do an order. I'm just going to go first. Okay. And then we can actually write them down and then we can pick an order afterwards. Okay. But because uh, we didn't have enough time. But Popeye's definitely one. Ron? Oh, we're, we're alternating? We could. Or you guys want to go down to my five? I can do that. Because that's what we did on the last one. Yeah, you're killing me now, guys. Well, for alter, well, we we alternated on the first contest. Then we we did a list on the next one. So, are we alternating, or are we just doing a list? But I'll go for a five. Just, just do this. Okay, hold on. Going right now to it. We're gonna name the same games: Hurricane, Flintstones. Flintstones sucks. What's our shit about sucks. Flintstones? I haven't, I haven't played it in about three years. but That's the problem. Once you play it, you'll go, ugh. Red and Ted's Roadshow. <laughs> junkyard? In Junkyard, yeah. I have to go with that one, too. Yep. That's my five. So let's see. I have to come I up take with away five. One of mine. I take one of mine away. Yep. Oh, what do I want to take away? I can't believe take, you didn't name take away one of them. Circus Voltaire or Corvette. Oh, I like Corvette. I hate fucking Corvette. Oh my god. Which one did you think I was going to say? Well, I'll wait till I'm up. Am I up? You're up. Go ahead. All right. Worst five DMD Williams Bally Games Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Champion Pub. Oh, no way. Way better than a lot of other ones out there. It's so freaking repetitive. Sorry. Not, not a fan. Let me see here. I don't hate Roadshow as much as you do. Oh, I hate Roadshow. God. Owned it for three weeks, got rid of it that fast. I'm sorry for you, man. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Do you hate Flintstones as well? I Ron? haven't played Flintstones enough to hate it like he does. Hmm. I'll say Popeye Saves the Earth. It's the crappiest okay. of the wide bodies. See, I actually like NBA Fast Break, so I can't put that in there. I can even say Twilight songs. It really does suck. I yeah no. It really does. I suck. I don't like it, but I'm not going to say it sucks. It's, it's, it you sucks. can say it sucks in in tournament mode because you're doing one thing, but you know, pinball is more is, is more than that. Come on. It yeah. does suck though. It has <sighs> like the most iconic sound in pinball ever. It does suck though. What's <laughs> wait? What's the most iconic sound in pinball? What? When you get into the gumball machine. That's the most <laughs> iconic sound in pinball? Sounds <laughs> like it to me, because that freaking... It should be another list. Me every... No, it should be stand up and fight. That's, that's the best sound. I, I, meant, I meant iconic sound is like a, a sound package, not, the, uh, not a specific sound in the pinball machine. The iconic great... Speech. 
pre-DCS. <laughs> I want to hear a DCS version. All right. Uh, man, I still got two it more. Exists. It exists. Yeah, that but they sucks. yeah yeah, but they don't have the golden earring song in there, so they'd fail. Yes, yeah. big fail. It's a fail. Um, I don't hate Circus Voltaire though. Man, I don't, I just don't have as much hate as Bruce does. It's easy. Yeah, it is easy. You you just have a lot of hate. Okay, Junkyard. Yep. And I need a fifth one. Just because I hate playing it. Indiana Jones, that pinball adventure. Really? <laughs> Freaking hate that, that one. Hate that game. <laughs> I'm sorry. 12,000 units? Don't care. Hate it. It's all multi-ball. All right. Just try to start a mode. Hit it in a scoop. Good luck if it ever mine sticks in a scoop. I, I, I can get mine almost all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, great. Is, is, that, is that a good strategy, though? Because... I mean, you can actually make multiple. More, you can actually make more points doing modes. Yeah, if you're Bruce, it's a safer shot without the drop targets bricking on you sometimes, or you know, shooting an air ball. Bricking targets, air ball sounds like a great game, Bruce. Definitely top ten material right there. That's why, that's why I don't play it that way. I sometimes I actually go for the modes a lot of times. You get sixty million, easy in, in a video three video modes. No, not even guys... video mode. It's just the uh, like the other stuff you can do. I used to be able to do that video mode, the choose wisely one with my eyes closed. Not with my eyes closed, but I just never, ever got it wrong. And then I don't know what's happening. Just I can't. You're it's old. so easy. Yeah, I, I, just in the last couple of years, I just can't do it. I, just, I blink at the wrong time and it's gone. <laughs> Horrible. Video modes and pinball. All right, let's move on to Coast to Coast Pinball. Um, Ron Bruce, uh Please interview the latest designer from Stern and then disappear for three or four months. Can you guys <laughs> do that? <laughs> I it's can easy. do that. Done. <laughs> Done. Okay. All right. Um, pinball profile with Jeff Tuyolas. Okay. Listen very carefully, guys. It's now time for another pinball profile. I'm your host, Jeff Tuyolas. You can find our group on Facebook. We are also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us at pinballprofile at gmail.com. Please subscribe to on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And don't forget to check out our under-construction website at pinballprofile.com. You got that, guys? Okay. Yep. Whoever says that the fastest wins. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know and the you're, whole you're thing. Allowed, you're allowed. I don't know it either. God, I don't even know it either. You're, okay, uh, let's see who goes going to go first. Ron, ready, set, go. Hi, I'm Jeff Tillis. This is Pinball Profile. Look for us at uh, our under-construction website at www.pinballprofile.com. Look for us on iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher, and Google Play. I'm Jeff Tillis. <laughs> you missed about two lines. Of course I did. That was, that, was, that, was, that was 11 seconds. All right, Bruce, you ready? Set, go. Blah, 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 take off A, blah, 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 take off A, blah, 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 my construction website sucks, blah, 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 I'm Jeff Teolis. <laughs> take, take off, off A. a. <laughs> Do we get bonus points if, if we're like Pinside PD or if we're Sylvester Stallone or if we're the... That's um, not Jeff Teolis. Oh, Those of course are it's not. true people. They're, they're, they're real people. If I want to be Jeff Teolis, <laughs> should I just do impersonations? Hi, I'm Gene Simmons. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi there, Brucey. This is Stewie. How's it going? Have you played any Family Guy pinball? It's an excellent game. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready to do Slam the Top 200 to 300? Oh, God. <laughs> Bad games are rama. All right, here we go. The first one, the first number is going to be Bruce's number. You ready, Bruce? Yes, I want to hear her. Go for it. Please generate a number from 200 to 300. Right up. 
264. Ali. Ooh. Good. That's a game you know about. Yes. Run, this is you. Please generate a number from 200 to 300. Coming right up. 209. Got leave hot shots. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell game is that? Is that the the Top Gun like takeoff? (laughs) No, it's what is it? It's it's rated higher, way higher, fifty positions higher. So you should have no problems wiping the floor with. (laughs) Oh God, I I gotta look at the game. I I think it's the it's the it's it's the carnival one. Oh, you, you. Oh, it's a terrible game. Hot it's shots the premiere. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it? There's a cute teddy bear on the on the fly. Yes. Well, wait. A there's there's two of these hot shots. There's one with a Z. Which one is it? No, it's the S. It's the yes. S. It's All a right. drop target aroma and ugly and oh my god. Oh, it looks great. Look at this. Oh. Well, you get to talk about it in a few seconds. It's great. Where's where's the flyer? So I can just rip that off here. Okay, girl, here we go. Girl, girl and teddy bear. Yeah. Mm. Legendary deep root designer John Norris. That's how you start started off with. Okay, so who talks first, me or uh, Mister? Well, Ron Ron goes first, and you can only talk about um, hot shots because he has a lower number. So when you're ready, Ron. Hot shots. Look at the innovative cabinet design. Start the big game by ringing the bell in the plunger shot. Did you get the big win? Explode onto the playfield for carnival fun. Look at this wonderful new game by Gottlieb. Drop targets galore. Our state-of-the-art flippers. This is one of the greatest games Gottlieb has ever produced. Have our extremely reliable System 3 hardware. I give you hot shots. Uh, <laughs> All right, Bruce, you can only talk about Ali. Go for it. Stern, pinball's greatest pinball of all time, Ali. <laughs> you wanted the best, you got the best. You got the Ali. <laughs> Sucker, it's the best pinball ever. You have good artwork, complicated rules for a 1980s pinball machine, and not no clown. You get a good guy, a great guy, a guy who is world champion, and the only company that can bring it to you with Stern Electronics. With their ripped off board set. <laughs> a game that is the best game of all time, but not as good as Dragon Fist. <laughs> not as good as Dragon Fist. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, um, Hot Shots is actually not the untested new System 3 hardware. It's actually the tried and yes. true tested Gottlieb System 80B hardware. Clearly yeah. superior to the Clearly. System 3 design. Just thought I'd make that okay. correction. So now whose right. turn is it? It's Ron's turn. To you can either keep on talking about how cool uh, Gottlieb Hot Shots is, or you can bag Ali and how filthy it is, and not as good as Dragon Fist. Ali, not as good as Dragon Fist. I mean, three eject holes on top. How boring! I mean, just at this point, Harry Williams had really lost it. He just did not have his his finger on the pulse of pinball anymore. And the back glass. I mean, it's got like 20 pictures of Ali, and you can't see any of them because all the paints come off of every Ali backlash ever made in purple. What kind of color is that? And sounds that don't match the theme at all. It sounds like you're playing Galaxy or Space Game. Just terrible theme integration. Ali sucks. Thank you. <laughs> it's a lot to live up to, Bruce. What can you say oh, about Ali Hot Shots? Hot Shots. First, System ADB. Terrible board set right off the bat. 
pedophile's dream with the back glass. <laughs> <laughs> Underage girl sitting there, you know, scantily clad. One's covering up her boobs because, you know, we can't have that shown off in a 80s game what's, with the old guy. What's with that little kid at the bottom? I know, Steve, he's like peeking up her. If, he, if she had a dress on, he'd be peeking right up her dress. <laughs> pedophile's dream. Then we get to the beautiful playfield art. Oh, yes, it's a dream with a creepy clown. <laughs> all these animals, what the F are these fucking animals doing in this thing? Yes, let's put in let's put in 16 drop targets with one pop bumper in the middle and crappy Gottlieb rules. And oh my god, it's just like somebody threw up on this fucking playfield. Just went and done. Terrible fucking game, terrible system. This is why this is one of the last ADBs because they couldn't sell them at all. How do these ramps even work on Hot Shots? It does, I'm looking yeah. at the playfield. Where do you it's enter ter- in from it? I don't get it. <laughs> it's terrible. So you're okay. our one voter now, Ron. I, I, uh, Ryan. So. No, you got you got in, in true head-to-head style, you have to put it on Facebook. It's easy. You can just do a, a two-person vote, and you can see all the votes. You know, Lis- listener interaction. That'll be you, Bruce. Okay. <laughs> I'll get the good pictures, though. <laughs> it's all about who gets yep. the gifts. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. No one. No one listens to the argument. Mrs. Pin. Miss from Mrs. Pin's uh, pinball podcast. Motherfucker. Uh, got... sucker. Goddamn asshole. Motherfucker. <laughs> womp womp womp. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you can either swear or give me a womp. So Bruce, you, you've already done it. Bruce, do you want to let, let drop some f bombs or do you want to give me a womp? What the fuck, goddamn motherfucker, goddamn. <laughs> I'm a teacher with Tourette's. I'm a teacher with Tourette's. Love you, Mr. Pin. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to be on her bad side. I feel bad for Mr. Pin sometimes, for Doc Pin. <laughs> I love her, but oh my god. <laughs> my turn? Your turn. Yes, in. Booyah! Peace! Thank you. Peace. What's um, What's up, dude and dudettes? So, what, is, what did she say? <laughs> what's up, Brucey and Ron Ron? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> this flippin' podcast—they don't really have too many segments we can rip off. But do you guys like wrestling? I like wrestling. Do you guys like wrestling? wrestling? Well, you know, brother, I like pro wrestling. You know that, dude. I have hammer give, hands. <laughs> give me your favorite wrestler. My favorite wrestler. Yeah. I will say, I'll say The Rock. You can't go wrong with The Rock. Just as a wrestler, or oh, yeah. you know, extended through his, his acting career. No, he's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Everyone knows that. Come on. Okay. He's so PG in his movies. I wish I know he's like the big movie star that every movie that he's in now like does really well in the in the box office. But I just he's so he's so PC compared to like the eighties and nineties action stars. Yeah, just just watch any of his uh, WWF clips from the nineties. He was definitely not PG in any of those. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Brucey, baby? Yes, sir. Who's your favorite wrestler? Bonesaw. 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 <laughs> yeah. Bonesaw. Bonesaw. I'm bringing it all back to pinball. I bring it all back to pinball, baby. <laughs> it's really the only fun mode in, in, in Spider-Man. Ron, why did you sell Star Trek and keep Spider-Man? I don't get it. Thank you. Okay, that's the sixth person now to say that. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to give an explanation to anybody. Screw all of you. Is Okay, well, I mean, 
it, wait, what's your thought, no, what's wait, your thought process? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ryan, which one do you own? I own both. And okay. I've, I bought Star Trek. I've never sold it. I okay. bought uh, Spider-Man, sold it, bought it back, had it for a month and put it on site. Okay. And what does Martin own? The Star Trek. Okay. And what does Bruce own? Both. And, Star Trek. Uh, and yeah. 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 Oh, okay, and what were they? All LEs, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ron, what did you sell? So if I just sell the Spider-Man Black Edition, I'll be all set. Then maybe you won't get on my case anymore. No, no, no. no. You, you need to have one of them. You need to have one of them. No, no, I don't. I really don't. You sold the Superior game. <sighs> Hardly played it, dude. Man. I play the Spider-Man even less. I think it might get played two or three times a year by me. Hmm. The problem that a lot of people have with um, Star Trek is that it's very score based. You don't people don't feel like they're on any kind of progression through the game, e- even though they are progressing through the game. It's just how do I maximize my score at, at all times? But you're you're a tournament guy, Ron, so you should you should like that about Star Trek. Well, I love playing it in tournaments. That's how I got into the the finals of uh, the Deadpool launch party last last weekend. Okay, huge comeback on Star Trek. Oh yeah, just I love playing. Never going to explain why why you sold that beautiful machine. It just didn't do it for me. Did you ever get to like the deep into the game, like Enterprise or Mark? Or... No. No. Okay. Like a Spider-Man, I've never seen superhero. Never will. Superhero is completing every single. Now, what do you have to do against superhero? Mode. You go through every mode. Yeah. And play every what is it? All three? Is it three villains? That's it's a four villains, but three levels three of times, villains. Yeah, three three levels also. But three different yeah. levels for each villain. Is that the is that the purple mode? Where is that the purple insert? Is that superhero? Is that it's in center? It's white. It's white. It's oh, okay, so what's what's the other one? What's the mini wizard mode then? That's the uh, what's it called? Uh, Come on, Bruce, you own the game. I, I own it. I don't play it as much as Battle Royale for those. Battle Royale. Royale. Okay, yeah. Okay, I've been to, I've been to that one. That's Which is awesome. The other one. So okay, yeah. you, you the like sound is good. you like nuanced rules, Ryan? If you're going to get to Battle Royale, right? Get yeah. in the mode, finish the mode, and then all the white lights will flash. Hit the right ramp to triple it, then start Battle Royale. The problem with me playing Spider-Man is that I never really get into a mode. Like, it, in every Lyman Sheets game, he makes the first version of something easier. Like, uh, you know, to get into a mode or to qualify something, just do it one or two times. But in, in Spider-Man, it's just always like... All the white shots. You have to hit the entire play field. And the chances of that happening before you get into multi-ball, for me, is pretty slim. <laughs> eh. So modes just don't happen. Like they just It's not like balanced out in that way for me, personally. All right. Yeah. Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, what was that part of? That was this flipping part. No, that was... That was this flipping part. Yes, we were doing <laughs> yeah, we got a bit sidetracked. Okay. Christopher Franchi's super-duper... Awesome, extreme, mega podcast. Whenever so the fucking comes out. Yeah, Ron, don't upload this podcast and uh, almost the same as Riptide podcast as well. Just don't don't record, but but don't don't edit it. Okay, that's two podcasts in one. Done. Buffalo Pinball. Are you guys ready to review a game? Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you want to review any game, or do you have one in in mind you would like to review, or should I generate a random number, or you you tell us what you want us to review. This is your show. No. We, no, we this is your our... segment. Should we do Demolition Man or should we, we generate a shit one? 
generate a show. She's going to generate one. All right, I'll do from it from one to three hundred. One to three hundred. Yep. So we'll get the 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 crap one. We can get a crap one. You know what? I'll do it all the way to the end because it goes up to three hundred and where is it? Three hundred and fifty-seven Hercules. Okay, let's do one fifty to three three three. You know, to the last number. Okay. One fifty. So you're going to assume that we've played it. Of course. Please generate a number from one hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty-seven. This is what shows up. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Please generate a number from 150 to 357. I found this in your Gmail. Yeah, doesn't seem to yeah. want to do it unless it's from zero to that. These are the 357 pornos you've watched in the last <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to do it from zero to 350. Okay. Please generate a number from zero to 350. All right. 52. Roadshow. <laughs> Roadshow, all right. <sighs> Love Roadshow, right? Right, uh, Bruce? Let's cock. <laughs> okay, let's, let's do this quickly. I'm going to run down the, the segments. So, art. What do you guys think of the art? Shit. Even though it's go-see shit, I give it a six. Uh, I don't have any problems with the art. I'll give it like seven. All right. I'll give it, I'll give it a 6.5 so I can jam in between you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is What do you guys think of the sound, including, I guess, that awesome country music that plays when you're in multiball? I'll let this one first. Every little thing I sing without you. Every little thing. Yeah, but you know it. See, it worked. It worked <laughs> so bad that she's had so many hits since. Oh, no, she hasn't. How do you know? She could have lots of hits on the country charts. I'm sure you don't follow them. I follow her religiously, just like her and Reba. Uh, okay. Redhead thing, huh? You got it. All right. So, let's see, this, the sound, here's the thing, is it sound, and, that's right, they don't split the sound of music, don't they? It's just sound. Yeah. Five. No, no. It's, five. Time. it's got Tim Kudrow, one of the greatest voiceover guys ever. Oh, come on. Okay, 4.5. <laughs> I give it a seven. Ugh. Two sevens. Yeah, I think um, it's good. it sounds good. I, I, mean, I think it's got some good call-outs. It does make me laugh that. The Indian accent. It, it doesn't Also, stop. you it's laugh at the offensive things. Yes, very racist. 100%. The uh. racist stuff just makes me laugh every time. Uh. <laughs> the views expressed are not those of the Slam Till podcast. <laughs> I'll give it a seven. And the, the three points off is for the music. Toys and mechs. Oh, you got it. Come on. It's got the bulldozer. The ra- I mean, it's Which got. never works. What do you mean it never works? I can't remember the last time I played one that didn't work. I have two of them in my area that didn't work. (sighs) Got the the shaker motor with the blast on it. Shaker motor's cool. That's the only thing. Eight and a half, baby. Seven. What is there besides the the bulldozer? Yeah, it's got two heads. The two heads. The two heads alone are like insane. Do do you think that was literally like, hey, Funhouse guys, Funhouse yes. did well. Let's, yes. Let's times it times it yep. by two. That was the whole it. idea of the game. And they're, they're related somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, well, they got You're heads. Cousins, <laughs> cousins, something. Okay, so Bruce, what did you give it? I gave it a seven. Seven run. 
You gave it eight point five. Okay. I, I, yeah, I'll give it I give it a seven and a half. Slot in there again. <laughs> okay. Next up is code. The rules. Oh, what do you God, guys think is, of the this rules? This is a way flawless game. Three. You get stuck in purgatory with some of these modes. You might as well just time them out. Not fun. Ugh, just a terrible game. Five. Hate the linear rule set. Yep. You yep. got to go through the. I, I know what they're trying. They were the, the whole game was programmed, and this was in this was in the promo video for the game that Pat Waller said it was purposely it was programmed to encourage buy-ins. That's the whole purpose of oh, the, really? the linear okay. rule set. Yep. You can go to YouTube right now and just look up promo videos. There's the one for Roadshow, and he flat out says it is designed in a linear fashion to encourage buy-ins. So more people get further into the game. Yeah. When did buy-ins get um, introduced? Was that one of the first games, or was it before that? No, T2, T2 had buy-ins, didn't it? No, T2 no? had buy-ins. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Next generation. Next generation. Next generation does. Probably around, like, does Twilight Zone have it? I don't think it does. No, Twilight, yeah, Twilight Zone it has does, it. It yeah, does? It does? Yeah, because okay. you can actually, yes, in the home ROMs, you can actually hold that button to do the flipper hold, you know. That. What? What? You can hold the button to get the flipper hold. What does that mean? If you actually want to stop the game and you have a ball cradled, you can actually hit the ho- in the home ROM, hold the flipper up, and hold the, the buy-in button for like five seconds, and it keeps and it, the flipper up. All right. Without you touching it. You didn't know Without that, Tony? I've never played the home ROM. You can also cheat your way into yeah, so uh, Lost in the Zone. Yeah. Boo. So I would say around 93. Yeah. And it must, they must have done it. Do you think, do you, Ron, do you, Ron, Bruce, at the uh, Silver Ball Saloon, do you have any games with that enabled? Yes. Does it, does it work? Do you, do no. You, no. No. I have it on Demo Man. I have it on uh, Indiana Jones. I have it on, uh, one of the one I think I have it on. There's only two. I might have only. Uh, oh, and I have it on Dirty. Does Dirty Harry have it? It does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But the problem is, I turn them all off, so I never even see the animations on the screen or any of the callouts. So I forget which ones even have it. The only one I know is No Fear. I miss it because Skull yells at you, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> he literally just come on, buy in. Winners never quit. It's, I think some 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 games give you more than others. Some games just kind of continue on and give you like a five second extra ball save. Is it Judge Dread that it's like an instant multi ball or something? If you, super if you game. Get into? Super game. If you if buy, super if you game. Have to play super game in the beginning. Ah, uh, okay. Beginning. You pay more to play super yes. game. But uh, in Indiana Jones, you get ten seconds of ball save, and you in get a mode, mode instant start mode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it can't be one of the modes of. Uh, a video mode, or could it? I, I no, it can, no, it can be. It can be a video mode, and the okay. ball never shoots, shoots out. out. So when you okay. when you press it, yeah, you're like, hey, what the hell's going on? There's a malfunction, but then everything kind of starts, and then you're in a video mode straight away. All right, so code, uh, Bruce, you gave it a three. Ron, yep. you gave it five. Yeah, I, it, it's the whole Ghostbusters linear thing. You just you want to be kind of randomly surprised by the pinball machine and not want to go down a path and with of no return. So I'll give it a five as well. Okay. Lighting, <laughs> lighting of games in the nineties is like nothing. Well, right? there's there's no pin stadium or LEDs, so clearly it's a one. It's just terrible. <laughs> okay, lighting. 
I have no trouble. The, the... I I give it an eight or seven yeah. because I do like the flasher for the uh, earthquake zone for the uh, the rumble zone or you know in the side shot. I'll give it an eight. I mean, first yep. time you could see everything yeah. on the playfield. That can't be yep. said by some other games demo man that you can see everything. You know what? What are you talking about with MMM? Demo man's dark as hell. Dark as hell compared to this game. Dark as hell. I got LEDs in my some LEDs. I do. Really? I, you have GI LEDs. And it's still freaking dark. What what type of LEDs are you using? Oh, oh I'm not using the um, I'm not using the Winter is Coming brand of uh, LEDs. Is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, Cornea burning. Cornea burning. They're called CB well, some, LEDs. Cornea burning. I think we have yes. a new thing. No, oh, some people, your face melts like that. <laughs> yes. You have chosen. You have chosen poorly. <laughs> <laughs> someone. Someone should actually do that as a joke. Exactly. Ryan, yes. Ryan. Ryan Wanger from Comet. Um, Come on, LEDs. He should do, he should make an LED called "You Have oh, Chosen oh. Poorly," and it's just the the brightest one that you can ever think. It melts of. your face. It melts your face. <laughs> you see, Ryan, our, our first experiences with LEDs were not positive. And it's, okay. like we played a T two. T two. I remember yeah. payback time. Payback time. I, I, ah! I remember all your stories. Holy shit! I can't see the ball. The throw up of everyone that wants to do color matching GI oh, and all this other stuff. Clown lighting. Clown crap is not <laughs> for me. I like your idea, though. From now on, we're going to call them the CB LEDs. Yep. Cornea burning. LEDs. And it should be noted that our favorite designer who loves to make flashers go for, you know, your favorite designer, Ryan C. Who's your favorite rules designer? I have a massive hard on for Dwight Sullivan. You got it. He loves flasher, so he, we should tell him to install all the CB LEDs we can. This is the thing with with Dwight Sullivan. He loves flashes so much. He decided in certain games that he will make insert lights, which aren't flashes, into flashes. Mm-hmm. He's just like instead of having five flashes on the playfield, let's just make every light in the game a flasher. The genius. Burn them all out. <laughs> um, what was I getting at? Oh yes. You need LEDs that spread the light. You can't – don't buy the, the ones that just, uh, you know, send light straight up onto your roof. You need ones that have a dome that, that spread the light outwards. Spread the love. Spread the love. What's your, anyway. so what's your uh, lighting number, Mr. Eight. Ryan? Yeah, I don't know, a 7 out of 10. Like, lighting in, in games, it, you know, I, I, I guess for a, a wide body, they did probably better than, than other games. But th- there's no crazy light effects that make the game fun like the, the newer games. The last ones, the last one, I think I've done this wrong because I did code and rules. I'm, I'm guess last ability is that one of their their, oh, their statements? Last ability. How 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 long will you be able to play this game for before getting one? Bored? I give it a one. <laughs> wow, because I had mine for three weeks. Gone. Um, last ability, five. I'm gonna give it a three because same with mine lasted less than that, and I got I got mine for free as well. So there was no <laughs> no, no no money involved. It was just like, hey Ryan, here's a free pinball machine. Can look after it for a while. And I was like, hey man, you gotta get this thing out of my house. It's that bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. The the start the start of the multiple music is fine because she just it, it, it's only if you if you last in multiple long enough for her to start really singing and just like, no, I don't want to. Pimples hardcore. I want like, yeah, do you know, Steve Ritchie. Yeah. I don't want country music. 
when I get multi-ball and I get the jackpot, I just want to drain the ball instantaneously. Yes, I'm done! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bruce, so what's your overall score? I'm not going to well, add you gotta rate, you got to give us the ratings. Oh, yeah, the burn uh, it and all that stuff. Burn it. Fight, fight, it. You know, free, freedom Firewoods. Okay, we're going to make our own one. Freedom Firewoods. Or cite uh, it at the Silver Ball Saloon to make some money back so you don't lose money on it. Uh, keep it in your house or never sell it. It's the three we make, the four we're making up. Drop it off the roof like Todd from TNT. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, Put it at the Silver Ball Saloon and see if it can make any money. Yeah, I'll check it at the Silver Ball Saloon as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're moving along with this long uh, segment. Okay. Straight down the middle, Greg and Zach. They've got a lot of segments as well, but one of my favorites is this or that. So I will give you two scenarios or two pinball machines, this or that, and you just give me which one that, which one you like, okay? okay. And you can't say neither. And you, okay, as, as, as much as you want to say it, you can't say both or neither. Understood? Okay. Roger. All right. The Hobbit or Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. Um, yeah, Wizard of Oz. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather own a Stars or an Iron Maiden? Stars. Stars. Ah, Keith Allen's crying right now. It's a great game, Keith. No offense. It is a great game, but you know, stars is still stars. Okay. Would you rather be taken out for a bro date with Keith Allen with shorts or Keith Allen wearing a suit? Shorts. Shorts. (laughs) (laughs) But it's got to be a Rochester winter day. Yes, I want to see that. (laughs) Would you rather learn the rules of Pirates of the Caribbean or be punched in the nuts for an hour? Punch in the nuts for an hour. You make it two. <laughs> I'd rather learn the rules. I do not want to be punched in the nuts. Oh, come on. After the first two or three, you'll be passed out. You won't even notice the thing. <laughs> okay, if you were sitting on the TNT roof with Todd Tucky, it's a nice, beautiful summer's day, and you had to throw, and there was Ghostbusters on your left and Star Wars on your right, the, the, the new Star Wars, which one would you rather throw off the roof? Ghostbusters. Star Wars. Okay. Why Ghostbusters run? You you, you chose this game. <laughs> he didn't choose the game. He picked the game I picked poorly. It. Yeah, I picked poorly. I could have had a Walking Dead premium. That was a mistake. But, you know, it was a mistake I recovered from nicely by selling it. Yes. Well, I, I lucked out. It was one of the non-ghosting ones. So that, that helped with the sale. So, and it was delayed so long before I got it. That's probably the only reason it wasn't a ghosting one, because it was a later run, Ghostbusters. Did you know anyone that had like a pro or an LE that got it swapped out? Like, did you guys have that exchange program in the US? You did, right? I knew somebody, yes. Yeah. If anyone knew anyone, it'd be Bruce. I wouldn't know anyone. So the ghosting thing ended up working okay for a lot of people, because they, they played the shit out of their game, and they were kind of ready to sell it anyway, and they sold it with a brand, like it was a brand new machine pretty much when they went to sell it. Yeah, still a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't hate Star Wars like Bruce. That was an easy choice for me. Worst Steve Ritchie ever. No. Yes. No. Yes. So Hyperball's better. Hyperball's a lot better. Stellar Wars is better. Stellar Wars is better. Black Knight 2000 is better? Yes. Oh, easily. Based on what? Just the sound package? 
down package, and now you know how to play it, and it's easy. Yeah, I know how to play it, and it's easy. Great yes. criteria, Bruce. It's better than that fucking pile of shit that Stern... Now, everyone says I'm a Stern boy. That is the worst fucking Stern in four years. Just for you, though, right? Because... It it does make a shitload of money on site. Well, it makes, I, I it no makes a lot of it. money on site. I'm just telling you, I do not like the game. I do not you know, enjoy. It, when I walk up to that game, I do not enjoy it. And I'm a big Star Wars nut. I am. It is just like the biggest disappointment when I play the game. The only thing that's fun about the game is when the music starts. And when yeah. it, and when it's sitting there idle, and you see the scrolling from like the Star Wars and New New Hope. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, big donkey dick. <laughs> All right. I went the other day to um, the place where I've got pinball machines set up, and uh, you know I was, I was setting up before the tournament, you know, turning extra balls off and whatnot. And they've got a star, a Star Wars there. It's a pro, and I watched the guy kind of just bounce around from one pinball machine to another. I've never seen him before, and he wasn't part of the, the tournament. And uh, he was kind of like trying each game once, you know, going from one to another. And when he got to Star Wars. He sat there and he pumped about twenty dollars in there, and he had no idea what he was doing. And he was—he was—I'm not sure if it's the inflated scoring because he would finish the game with 150 million, which is a shit Star Wars score. But compared to, he just jumped off the Hobbit and the creature, like he's not going to get anywhere near that. Um, and he didn't even like—he was getting into Tie Fighter Hurry Up, and he wasn't doing anything. I—I I couldn't help it. I, I went there and I started smashing the button for him, which I know is is totally rude, but I'm just like, keep on doing that, and you'll get into multi ball. And then I just he just said that even longer, and I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have told him how to play Star Wars. <laughs> now he's going to put any money in my machines. But um, I don't know. There's, it, it's there are shit games for me and you, but people obviously oh, yeah, no, are drawn it's, it's to a it. Money, it's a true blue money maker. It's still a terrible machine. You don't have it at the the saloon, do you? No. But you would have it. You got you got Ghost. Do you have Ghostbusters there? No. I do have Ghostbusters there. How, how's that going, coin drop wise? Uh, not bad. It's uh, this month is the tournament game for our selfie league, so it's doing better, you know, this month. But uh, you know, I think it's it's on average pretty good. But you know, it's still it's still Ghostbusters. But I'd still push Star Wars off first. Do you? Okay, yeah. Getting back to that in a second. Just talking about that signing stuff as a sidetrack thing. Do you you keep track of how much money certain machines make? Of course. Do you? Yeah. Do you keep track of how much they make as a percentage of their value? Like, like no, stars, no, for no. example. No. Okay. No, no. I just go by what they're taking in, and then I have to I adjust it to the highest game value. So, Medieval Madness is a dollar a play. Yeah. So you can't compare Medieval Madness, of course, to Star Wars. To Star uh, Wars of course. Of course. Yeah. So then I double, even though it's inflated a little bit. You want to see what it could take in and. You know, Star is honestly going to be this month top five. Wow. It's with the ones I've got six on site now, and um, I started tracking kind of uh, the percentage of how much it's worth. So I've got some, so had some good deals on certain machines. The Hobbit I bought like brand new, so it was at that's the highest price. Mm-hmm. And like the Hobbit, for example, makes the most money still, but it has the lowest return on investment as a percentage of how much the machine is cost. Mm-hmm. Getaway makes the least amount of any machine. It's the only Williams machine I have there, but it makes easily the highest return on investment out well, of, of all the machines. Because you paid um, and you bought it low. That's why. Because yeah, because I bought it for like you know, yeah, wait like a third of the price of the Hobbit. So, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. Like you know, what what machines do you put on site? Do you put on the ones that make a lot of money but cost you a lot, or 
the cheap ones that you know collectively you've got lower lower capital investment. It depends on your clientele, also. Yeah, it's hard, I'm not, I don't run the bar. I'm, I'm there once a month, so I only get a, a snapshot of what what you know. But the place that I've put pin machines at now has 24 machines, 24. So it's just like it's. I think it's a bit almost overboard with. Uh, the, you know, the more machines you put there, right? Like, it just the coin drop gets spread across all of them. Oh, it does, of course. Yes, of yeah. course. But it does, if, don't forget, as the owner or the operator, you can bias games by location, by what you like. Right now, this month, the, the Ghostbusters is the uh, selfie league. So, it, of course, more people got to play it because they want to be in the selfie league and get points. Yeah. So, that will be changing price. Right now, I have a competition on stars right now. Where, you know, if you get the high score, you get not a high score. If you get a score, you get something for that. And there's other things you can actually influence your coin intake. Even though you're saying it's spread out, you can influence which games will get it and which games won't. And where is the Silver Ball Saloon located, Bruce? It's in beautiful East Rochester, New York at 135 West Commercial Street. I'm glad we're talking about this or that. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that what we were talking about? <laughs> yeah. Just to get us get back, back on track, because I, we have mail, and Bruce has uh, would you, would you not buy that? Okay, okay, okay. All right, let's, let's power through. Okay, watching in person the light show in Blackwater Multiball without the ability to close your eyes for one hour straight or poking needles in your eyes. Watching. Watching. <laughs> okay. And what is this or that? What is the biggest surprise of 2018? The success of Iron Maiden or the fact that Tim Sexton elected to remove his third testicle? Uh, I would say the fact that he elected to remove the third testicle. Yeah, I thought okay. he was really – he's potent before. Now he's you know a little less potent. So, yeah, that's <laughs> – he's not impotent, but he's, he's just a little bit less <laughs> – Come on. All right, home stretch here, guys. A couple more to go. Pinball news with Jonathan Houston and uh, and Martin. You guys can either attend more shows together as a team, or Bruce, do you want to shove some socks down your pants to just increase the size of your <laughs> uh, Of course, I want to uh, go to more shows. <laughs> I, I don't okay. get it. Enough package. I don't get I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll show you the I'll show you the picture after the show. Oh, um, okay. oh my! Do I want to see this picture? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right, two more to go. The Spooky Pinball Podcast. Um, geez. Uh, someone want to tell me either how to fix EMs or do you want to talk about Godzilla? Either one of them. I love Godzilla. Love Godzilla. Oh no! There goes I'd rather Tokyo. I rather learn how to fix EMs. Okay, done. Okay, and the last one, the Pinball Podcast. They did their Mount Rushmore, which was the the four most important people in pinball ever, idolized, right, on Mount Rushmore. So do you guys have four people that you think are the most important people? Well, there'd be, let's see. I think Harry Harry Williams. Williams. Harry Williams. Number number one. We get him right up there. I'd have to say Gary Stern. He's had a pinball company and his whole family for 40 years. So, but yeah, but there's Sam Stern and Gary Stern. Well, it's Stern. I would say still Gary because he's actually. Although he, more... he did keep, you know, pinball did survive basically because his company was exactly. still here. So we'll, yep. we'll we'll put him on there. Mr. Sharp. 
Oh, really? You think Josh should be on there? I don't think so. Yeah, he is number <laughs> he is he is number two, you know. Oh, you mean Roger Sharp? Yes. Okay, okay. So who's the fourth one? Any codes? No, God no. It's gotta be still another designer. Or it could be another owner. Isn't there a Gottlieb we, we don't have on there? Who's the one who designed the flippers for Humpty Dumpty? It was one of the famous ones. Hold on. Harry Mabs. So you're putting Harry Mabs on there for inventing the flipper? It's a it's a actually it could either be Harry Mabs or Jerry Koshi. Please write in at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Because Harry Mabs was a Gottlieb employee who was credited to inventing the EM flipper. Jerry Koshi, who worked for Chicago Coin, claimed to have invented it, which he received the patent for. All right. So. There you go. Pinball. We do, we do half Russian. face. We'll do half face. So it'll be like two face. <laughs> two face. face off. <laughs> face off. John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. I'm done. That's the that's the segment. That's why I came on the show. Yes. Low news, an hour and a half segment done. Love it. Time for the mail ball bag. Ball bag it is. Let's hear it, big boy. All right. First email is from Mike Dimas. And some of these actually should have been uh, last week, but I you failed. I failed. Thanks for the tiger rag shout out. From what I understand, it's likely the tiger rag was actually a misspelling. It was supposed to be tiger raj, you know, like R A J. With Raj meaning king, so mean Tiger King. And Bruce mentioned that Tiger Rag Raj was a reskin of Kings of Steel, but that is not actually the case. Bell Games made their own unique, fully populated playfield with their own unique plastics and drop targets, etc. The playfield was met was made to fit older Bally cabinets. My Tiger Rag playfield was installed in an old Matahari cabinet. The other Tiger Rag playfield that was mentioned was installed in a Kings of Steel cabinet. So you're wrong again, Bruce. No, hold on. The playfield also came with art for the head and cabinet made of metal, a backlash, and a few bell circuit boards, a power supply, and two soundboards, and some instructions in semi-broken English for the operators on how to install and wire up a new playfield. There you go. He also had a, uh, would you buy that? And I think if I click on this, it's actually uh, expired because I, yeah, I waited too long. I'm sorry. Uh, tiger rag. Hold on. Conversion oh, he, kit. Okay, he wants to prove he's he's not wrong. Says right in it. Conversion kit for Bally Midway 1984 Kings of Steel in IPDB. Just stating facts here that I see on IPDB. And that makes it fact because it's IPDB. Yes, of course. All right. Next email is from Sean. Hi, Sean. He's uh, Sean from Canada. He said, not an, EB, not an eBay listing, but amusing nonetheless. And he has a link. And if you look at this thing, it is a basically Molson, Molson Golden, you know, the Mm -hmm. Canadian beer. It is a pinball machine, brand Molson Breweries. It's just got like one of their drinks on it. One of a kind. It looks like it was, um, it's owned by Mr. Jeff Molson, who I assume is part of the Molson family. Asking price is $2 million. Million. Two million dollars, and if you look at the playfield on this thing, it looks like ass. Number one, it looks like it was a retheme of something else, but it looks terrible. Take off, eh? Yeah. And they want two million dollars for it. Okay. We would not buy this. Bruce doesn't even see the picture, and he will not buy it. Nope. Two million dollars, way too much. Two million dollars is way too much for any game, even Supreme. Yep, even Supreme. 
All right, we have Control GI, our little stumper question. This is from Andrew Clark. He said, uh, Hi, Ron, I was listening to your discussion about Control GI, and I think you would argue, you could argue that Space Station actually has four. Solenoid 9 is white GI, Solenoid 10 is green GI, Solenoid 11 is insert GI, and Solenoid wait, wait, 15... Wait, wait, run, run. Yes? Andrew Clark is from Australia, so you've got to do it in the Australian accent. Oh, God. I don't do the Australian accent anymore. Solenoid 9, white GI. Solenoid 10, green GI. Solenoid, yeah, solenoid 11, insert GI. Solenoid 15, playfield top panel flashes. Rather than a coil, relay, or flash lamp, Q14 controls 3 28-volt, 12, 51 bulbs. And I'll drop the accent. <laughs> Behind the orange domes in the rear playfield panel. Though the manual calls them flashers, they feel like GI. They're on most of the game though they turn off at various times for effect, independently of the other GI strings. Certainly when the 1251s are missing or blown, like when someone puts 89s in there, the back <laughs> right corner of the game is way darker during general play. You said blown. <sighs> so that means if I play a space station, yeah, space station and it's like really dark, it's probably because those lights are blown out and no one's putting the right lights in there. Blown. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You, Mr. Clark. And we had some others. Okay. This one is from Mike Dimas again about the... Mike, sell me or trade me your uh, catacomb. He is uh, more Flash Gordon. Hi, Ron. Thanks again for addressing my Flash Gordon issue on your Slam Till Tech episode. I would love to hear more Tech episodes. The programming side is interesting, but I enjoy learning how to diagnose and resolve issues, including board issues. If you wanted more info for future tech segments, I can follow up. If you've had enough of Flash Gordon, then please disregard the following. So should we continue? Continue. Oh, you get the official yawn <sighs> from Bruce. Mm-hmm. Watch Ryan C. will be like, oh, yeah, it's this. And boom, the problem solved. The bonus inserts in question are 1K, sometimes 2K, 3K, and 4K on the, main, on the mini bonus ladder. So you got that? Scott was asking if the game was LED'd. It is all incandescent. Also, the MPU is original and not an Alltech. Just a reminder, he swapped the MPU with a new Alltech board, swapped the solenoid driver, swapped the lamp driver, but the issue is not resolved. I even swapped the auxiliary lamp board with an untested board, but I think it made things worse. The super flasher on the back box started going a bit crazy, so I unplugged it pretty much right away. That was pretty much inconclusive. I also repinned J1 on the MPU. He thinks he said J4 before. If you unplug the auxiliary lamp driver, the issue goes away. But I'm assuming that is because the controlled lamps on the back box are effectively turned off. The bonus Mm -hmm. lamps are only affected when the back box controlled lamps are working plugged in. I have yet to repin the other back box connectors, so that will be my next step, I am thinking. One very interesting thing that I found out when reading the manual is that the 1K lamp goes to pin 011 on the U on U1, yeah, on U1 on the lamp board. 2K goes to pin 0/11 on U2. 3K goes to pin 0/11 on. Well, it doesn't say. No, and 4K goes to pin 011 on U4. So it's all the same pin. I think he's saying. Let me know what your tech gurus think of all of this. Thanks again, Mike. Sell me your uh, <laughs> catacomb. Thanks. <laughs> so we, we will forward this on to Scott and see what he thinks. Okay. He might have more stuff for you. Anything else? We have a would you buy that 
from the Pinball Princess. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I'm sure the Riptide Pinball Podcast is coming out any day now. Any day now. Any day now. Same as Christopher Franchi. Same as Christopher Franchi. Yeah, I think they're both on the same schedule. So we have, these are from Pinside. Same game. Same seller. But I think it's, it's actually, it's the same, it's two copies of the same game. It's for sale. Countdown. The uh, user is D-A-L-Y-124. So, Bruce, bring it up. Oh, I gotta go to Pinside. I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for Pinside. Never am. Okay, what's the search? <laughs> Just search for Countdown. So, Bruce has it up. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, the Countdown. There's two oh. Countdowns from the same seller. One is $550. Yeah, with some play for your wear. Yep, 1979 Gottlieb Countdown. Works 100%. Cabin is in good shape. Playfield does have some wear spots. But there is a, a nearly full sheet of Mylar covering the playfield, and it's in good condition. So they covered the wear after the wear. Mm-hmm. So look at those picks. Can deliver to the White Rose Game Room Show, if interested. Located in Brick, New Jersey. Then we have another one from the same seller. Another countdown. $800. Which is nicer. A uh, really good condition works 100%. Playfield in good shape with only a few minor touch-ups. Back glass is really good. Some has touched it up at one time. Upgrades include remote battery holder, new caps on power supply board, and ground mods. No MPU battery acid damage. Also can be delivered to the White Rose Game Room Show in October if interested. Located in Brick, New Jersey. i buy that one, the second one. So you buy the second one, you wouldn't buy the other one, even though it's only $550? The, nope. wear, the wear is horrible. It's it is like horrible. Right front, front and center. Yeah. I guess I should see the picture. Oh, yeah, the wear is horrible. Yes, yeah, see? Mm. How, does, how does the wear even go there? The flipper doesn't reach that high. So, so like, specifically right there. Yeah, it's right above the flipper area, like where the inserts, the 2000 insert is, like, obliterated. Yeah. You know, the art is. So there you go. So, mm. Bruce, we, we would buy the second one, but not the first one. Yes, I agree. You guys are so lucky that you get pinballs so freaking cheap. Like, if someone, that, that second one for $800, if that was in Australia, you would have people murdering each other to get it for $800. Murder, not, I love just, that. Just nothing goes that cheap. Well, it is a prison colony, right? So, I could totally see <laughs> yeah. that happen. Totally Actually, the, is, is, the, is the back glass on the $800, oh, sorry, the, the $500 one, the back glass is horrible. Guy's face is like pimples and stuff all over it. It's like he's been burned in a fire. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. All right. Hey, you're yawning there. It sounded like what? No, no, me never. That's that's not the contract. I'm not allowed to yawn. Oh, I thought I heard a yawn there, folks. Nope, 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 nope. nope. I'll edit it out. Nope. I'll I'll talk about it all day then. Of course you will. Of course I will. All right. Would we or would we not buy that eBay edition? Everyone, get their browsers up. I'm getting getting it up right now as Uh, we speak. I'm sure you are. Great material, Bruce. It never gets old. It never does. It's like Beavis and Butthead. It just never gets old. So they have Beavis and Butthead in Australia? Yeah. It's called Wanker and Wankers. Wanker and Wankerini. No. (laughs) No, they they, they do have it. I just don't know anyone who's really into it like you guys. Oh, what's the matter? It fits with the Australian way. Come on. It does. It really does. You, uh, you need to start watching immediately. Okay. Are you ready when, for the first one? Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, where do you where do you start with Beavis and Butthead? Like, 
right the first season. episode. Yeah. Eh, the animation's really, really bad. Yeah, but the jokes are pretty good, though, because they got to let them get a lot, a lot yeah. more. Start with uh, No Laughing and go from there on. That's the title okay. of the episode. Okay, uh, ticket number for eBay. Well, explain what we do with uh, Would You or Would You Not Buy That, Ron? We're scouring eBay for different items. We're going to tell you whether you should or should not buy them. And now we have a third opinion, so here we go. Here we go. One five three, one eight eight, six seven one, one one five. The thing is, Ryan's in Australia, so these might not be for sale yet. Where he is? <laughs> or no, wait a minute. He's <laughs> they're, ahead. They're already, they're already being sold. Oh, he, Ryan sold. might be able to give us stuff that we that's not even for sale yet, and we'll get first dibs <laughs> on it. It's a really cheap stargazer coming up, guys. No, how do how do I, I how do I where do I type this number in? Then I type it right into the, into the search and search part top right at the top where it says search for anything. The square yeah, box that you're typing. I, I, type. I got to go into eBay.com because eBay.com.au doesn't allow allow that. Oh, okay, right. yeah, got it. It's a gold record pinball machine. What the hell is that? I've never heard of this before. Gold record. Oh, Chicago Foins. Yeah, Foins. Chicago Coins' first drop target game. Mm-hmm. Huh. Backlash is perfect. Restored the cabinet. Playfield is original and nice. So let's let's see what the pictures look like. It's, you know, EM, of course. Planked Playfield. Think it's planked? It's got those bit. light... Yeah. Cabinet looks good. Oh, it's got one of those spinny things in the center. Yes, it does. But it's, it's got a record. record. So it makes sense. The oh, theme yeah. integration is off the charts. I think the rules are better than this one than uh, than uh, Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did it say first drop target? Where's the drop target? On the left hand side. They really they spaced out. They spaced out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They have country pop, soul, rock, and jazz targets. Wow, this is what this is what people want now. They don't want a uh, like an Iron Maiden or Aerosmith pinball machine. They want like like just a general music pinball machine. This is it, right? This is truly you get it all. You do get it all, and you can. This can be yours for six hundred and fifty dollars. Would you or would you not buy this, Ron? Well, it's it's the seller's arcade and pinball collector. He just he has twelve. 12 items feed, 12 feedback. I mean, if I wanted a game, it's it's not expensive. Looks nope. good. Supposedly it works. And it's in, um, was it Palmerton, Pennsylvania? Yep. Sure, why not? Okay. Ryan C., you'd buy anything off this list because it's cheap, right? Well, I don't own any EMs, and I just wouldn't know where to start. Bruce, you don't have any EMs, do you? I used to. Not anymore, no. I brought them. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish eyes. And okay, and are they hard to, to fix if something's wrong with them? I'll have to figure it out because mine's broken right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've just been sent a a would you buy it literally right now while we've been talking. It's on it's on Facebook though. How do I send this to you guys? Screenshot. But first, would you or would you not buy this gold record pinball machine? If it was that much, I could have it in my hand in Australia, then sure. But okay. if I have to pay $1,000 shipping, then no. Gotcha. Okay, so let's see your... How about you, Bruce? No. But no. I thought it was interesting because I've never seen one of those before. Yeah. You wouldn't buy it? I mean, you wouldn't try it out? No. Okay, we got Ryan's attachment just came over. 
Okay, I sent it to both of you individually. Yep. Now, keep in mind that this is in Australian dollars. So let me do the conversion. It is $2,027 US. Looking at the pictures right now, well, before we go in there. Well, he's not a good salesperson because he broke Ron's first rule. Glass on. You got it. He's got a picture of a dress. It must be a dress designer or something because there's a whole bunch of dresses in the background of this. Or he really likes skinny, armless people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have the pick here. It is a Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. $2,800. Australian. There's no pictures of it on, so who knows if it works. It's got that crappy coin door, too. You guys got bad coin doors when you, you know, being far in places. What? We would just one slot? Yeah. You guys what have happens a million what, slots, right? Exactly. So what happens when that somebody jams up a... What do you call well, your we, coins over there? A dollar coin. This is the thing. You guys have have quarters, right? Is it just quarters only? No, we have we have uh, we have actually the dollar coins also. They're not yeah, used no, much, but we do have them. But so, do you have a coin Mac that can read a dollar coin? Yeah, yeah. The battle okay. came with them all. Yeah. See, people. I mean, games here are a dollar or two dollars, so people put a dollar or two dollar coin in there, and they they pretty much don't get jammed up. So okay. one, one, one or two is enough. I would not buy that. They left the glass on. Yeah, and it's very dusty. The middle insert looks weird. The one above the big insert between the flippers, it just looks totally different color than all the other ones. Like there's something wrong with it. But I wouldn't I know. It could just be reflection. It could just be something. I reflection. But I can't tell because they left the glass on. So fail, 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 fail. This is this is this is in my city. Time to blah, blah, blah. The machine's overall great condition right has uh, came, uh, pick up his fifth. Oh my gosh, this guy is ten minutes from me. Uh oh. Hmm. hmm. He's thinking. Well, <laughs> my friends, I messaged it to me and I said, "Where you know? Did did you? Is anyone? Uh, it's in a group chat. Has anyone looked at that Jurassic Park?" And I said, "Send me a link." And they all told me to fuck off because they know I'll just go and buy it. That's about a grand cheaper than what. JPs go for in Australia. So considering that, that would be an interested, right? So we're going to lose Ryan for five minutes while he's te- texting this guy. Yep. <laughs> you better text him now, dude. Hey, we can have an actual sale occur on the podcast. We've done that before. Okay, here we yeah. go. Hey, mate. And he said, hey. And I said, is JP still available? <laughs> this is going This, this is scintillating. Not oh. <laughs> I'm only 10 minutes away. See, this is where you entice them by telling ah, them that you're close so they don't have to have fuck around hand. with... And cash in hand. Well, no, I don't want to say that yet unless it's... Because if it's fucked, then you need uh, some room for negotiation, need right? Need some work. It says right on the thing. Balls don't pop out. Balls are stuck. So what could that be? Because I've never worked on the data east before, Bruce. Oil so. could be driver. could be a couple of things. You know, just basic stuff. Did you tell him you're Ryan C. from the Head to Head podcast? Mr. Bucket. Bucket's a <laughs> It was funny because I actually went to check out a machine for a friend the other day. And I, I don't like to be known at all. And I, I rocked up there. I'm like, oh, hey, you're that Ryan guy from the – you do the podcast thing. And I'm like, no, oh, no, I'm not. I'm just a random guy. I'm Ryan so B., I'm not Ryan C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so he said, yes, it can be viewed at, and he gives me the address. So this is this is an on-site pinball machine that obviously is, is broken down, and 
What the shit? So I'm just going to Google this place. I don't. I don't want to give it their address um, on air. I know you yeah, can. Yeah, why? Edit. It's only going to be three days from now. Ten Main Street, Melbourne, <laughs> Australia. Five Smith Street in in yeah. Was it uh, was it thirty two Wallaby Way, Sydney? Let me just look at this business. What is this place? It's a dress shop. It's a furniture shop. Okay. It's a furniture shop, and they just got it there in the background. Do I have time today to go and check it out? Do I want a Jurassic Park? Everyone loves a DP. I mean, JP. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll message him. I'll go check it out. Okay. Fuck, I don't need another thing. Ah, this is a sickness. I don't need need another thing. Here we go. Divorce time. How yeah. do you get in trouble with your wife? Do <laughs> it. Do it. Let the anger flow. Feel the pinball it. flow through you. Yes. <laughs> okay, next eBay auction. We're back to that. 323-463-140-868. Gutlieb Sky Jump Pinball Machine. Old Sky Jump. I remember playing this. Yep. It is uh, Many Alarms is the seller. Almost 5,000 feedback. Overall, good condition. Back glass is good with some minor touch-ups. Playfield is good. Has some touch-ups. Cabinet is good. Well, didn't it Has just... some touch-ups. Yeah, Playfield has been stripped, <laughs> clean, and waxed. Has all some metal, touch-ups. All metal part stumbled in polish. I love when I stumble. Let, let me repeat that. All metal part stumbled in polish. Stumbled and polished. All broken bulbs replaced. Mm, that's a good thing. Yeah, because I hate you know, jagged, broken bulbs. Flasher bulbs headed to back box. This says flashers? No. No. I think it has blinker bulbs. Yes. Can deliver to White Roos game. Wait a minute. Brick, New Jersey. It's got to be the same guy. No, there's a lot of people that live in Brick, New Jersey. No, and I, I think as a previous listener wrote in, I think he's using like text to yes, yeah, speech to text to do the uh, <laughs> to do the description because this pinside one was much better written than this. You see what's next to it, Ron? To the right of it, uh, another game. What game is that? I don't know. Is it a Spanish eyes? It is. Okay. <laughs> I just gasped. It does look nice. Except for the front. The front's a little beat up, but other than that, $700. Would you or would you not buy that? For a one-player EM? Are the rules any good on this? They're okay. They're okay. The, the, the layout's kind of funky, right? Well, I mean, the drop targets block half the play field, the play field right? Yes. Yeah. How, do you, how do you get it up top, like in between those two pump yeah, you gotta slip Yeah, you got to slip it on in. <laughs> you gotta squeeze it through while they're not looking. Yeah. And would would the ball pretty much ever go down that right side there with the two switches? It the, does. It does. It does. It does. Yep. Okay. I don't know. So, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the fence here. Okay. I say maybe two. Maybe. Ryan, I'll buy it. Probably not. Okay. No, I'll buy it. You'll oh, buy, buy it. it. All right. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Anything. Uh, anything that works under a thousand dollars, it doesn't exist in Australia. So I'll I'll buy it all. Okay. Okay. Ticket number three two three four six three one four six 
562. What is this, Countdown Day? Countdown Pinball Machine. $800 in Brick, New Jersey. Wait a minute. He's double dipping. This is the same one. Wait a minute. It even says Pinball Machine 1 on it, which means the other one's got to be here too. Yes, it is. So this is the same one from Pinside. Yes. The Pinball Princess says she beat you to the punch. No, I've had this for a while. Yeah, but we announced hers first, so she wins. No, she doesn't. Okay. How dare he try and sell in multiple locations? I know. How dare he? And for the same price. I know. Well, this one he has best offer also. Ah. Well, there you go. So it looks just as it looks just as good as it did on Pinside. So yes, I think it. Yep. I would totally buy this. Well, I mean, if you, if someone buys it through eBay, he has to pay the final value fee plus yep. PayPal fees. That's like ten percent. So you can offer this guy seven hundred on Pinside. You know he's probably going to take it. You got it. Guaranteed. And maybe get delivered too. There you go, Brick, New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, really nice looking countdown. Love count. Ready? Another one. Oh, how many do oh, we? I got many of them. I got oh, many of them. God, <laughs> well, we're like two and a half hours in here. You're killing me. Two seven three. Two two two. One five seven. Eight two six. Game. Okay, it's a rare German version. Bally Camelot. Yeah. Electromechanical Pinball Machine Project. Game has been partially restored. I love that. In other words, started working on it and it and gave up. New rubber, LED and GI bulbs, plays but is always in play mode and the motor runs. Um, okay. Needs several relay coils and the upper stopper needs rebuilt. All the language on the playfield back glass is in German. Back glass has peeling. All plastics are present, just in the cash box and not on the playfield. Okay, and this is in uh, Alaquip, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, pretty much. What the shit is with the art on this pinball? It's just like they just stopped it's halfway terrible. through. It's just terrible. It's like they started started designing the pinball machine. They're like, nah, that's enough art. Let's go on to the yeah. next. One thousand one hundred dollars. For or a partially, best offer, Mick. yeah, yeah, best offer. I'll give you um, three hundred. I agree. We would not buy this. Come on, a but project it's rare. machine. It's rare. Yeah, it's it's rare. Why is it rare? Because it's, it's German. It's or German. It's yeah, because it's because it, it's missing the slingshot plastics. So, yes. well, no, they're they're in the uh, they're in the they're in the coin they're box. In the box. Oh, okay. Two yeah. more. Two more. Ready? I'm ready. <laughs> two six three nine zero oh, five. Five two nine three one eight. Rare nineteen. Se- wait, wait a minute. Wait. Again with the rare thing. It's not rare. vintage. Rare nineteen seventy seven Stern pinball machine. He has a question game. mark after the after the rare, right? So he doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, nineteen seventy seven. No, it's rare seventy seven. Question. He might be. Yeah, he might yeah be I'm not sure of the year. Now it's pinball. The mm-hmm. Stern pinball. Mm-hmm. And this is the rarer version. It's a much rarer version. This well, is the we don't EM know version. That. Wait, we don't know that. Why? It shows a picture Wait. of the backlass. Okay, now look at the second picture. Wait a minute. The second picture is of the solid state version. Which is it? 
We don't know. It's a different game. Wait a minute. The third picture is a completely different game. Jive time. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally, he has a picture of EM pinball, solid state pinball, and then a third game that's, what the hell is this? Jive time. Don't you know what jive time when you see it? Can I read the, the descriptions? Classic cars. Car lovers with a man cave. <laughs> man cave. All right. Just listing these listings, so we'll have more pictures and details coming. Testing the market for value, as I'm unsure what it is worth. <laughs> Not what you put it as. Not sure of the date of manufacture yet. Husband has had it in his man cave for 20 years, but he has dropped dead, so I'm selling all of his shit. No. Um, <laughs> I caught him with another woman, so I'm selling it now. <laughs> he has played. He has played a hundred erds of hours. 100, 100 RDS, uh, rounds of hours, I guess. Hey, you know what? No. This is, okay, this is in Missouri. They want $3,977.77. Go for it, Dennis. Go for it. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? They've actually enabled international shipping, and to ship, ship to Australia, it like, automatically gives you the, the fee, yeah. is 200 Two hundred and eighty-two dollars using UPS Worldwide Saver. There you go. <laughs> so that's cheap. That's cheap. Yeah. You might want to bid on that one. Maybe it's all all three even for that much. I don't know. <laughs> there, there is, we are retired and we're in our mid seventies, so you'll be in charge of all lifting, loading, packing, and shipping. Wow. Fuck. It does say man cave car collectors. Third picture of Jive Time, nineteen seventy, also listed. But trying to insinuate the first two pictures of the same game when they're not. Okay, so we would not buy this. Hell no. Okay, one last one. Are you ready? Sure. Wait, sorry. Before you go, how much is a pinball worth? About seven hundred to nine hundred dollars max. Okay. So two six three nine one seven four five seven five nine two. You're gonna get a laugh at this one, Ryan. <laughs> oh god this thing world challenge soccer Gottlieb's answer to world cup soccer and look where it's located Rochester New York is this you Bruce no god no Are you selling this Bruce no but Dennis we found you one but we what's the what's the title of your show Ryan from last week Dennis has horrible taste in pinball machine, or no, Dennis, is Dennis. Cheap, Dennis is a cheap bastard, I think. Yes, it's, it's a, well, I don't think you'd pay the price for this one. $3,395 for this wonderful World Challenge Soccer Gotley Pinball, their answer to World Cup Soccer. But Ron, he did take pictures right. Look how he actually took the glass out and put the lockdown bar back in. Well, it was it was part of a rigorous restoration process. And and all new LEDs, Ooh. better than those those terrible incandescent bulbs. So it's it's Ooh. right up Ryan C's alley right now. He he should be buying this. Ah, <laughs> uh, they only do free setup and delivery within a 250 mile radius. I don't I don't think I I, I don't think you qualify that. for that. But he did. I I do. Impre- I am impressed by his taking the glass out and putting the lockdown lockdown bar back on the machine. So this is this is a dealer, obviously. Yes. So I know okay. the dealer. I know the dealer. It looks good. 
he does write do not hesitate so i'm not sure why you're hesitating why are you hesitating because it's a turd i played one of these at the saratoga show it's terrible the worst thing about me playing this game is I played a really bad example as well. So, like, you know, you know, sometimes if you play, like, a really good game but it's in a horrible condition, I'm pretty sure this is a shit game and it was, in, it was a double whammy in just almost breaking condition. It was a very, very sad game. Yeah. I couldn't, fi- I couldn't figure out what the rules were either. They just don't make logical no. sense. <laughs> it looks terrible. like it's got another wonderful Gottlieb next to it, if you notice, Bruce. It does. Yeah. It does. Vi- Victory, is it? Yep. Two of them. Victory's not bad. And Bad Girls is next to it bad also. Girls. That's not bad. Those aren't bad games. Those, those are much bad better games than the... Bad Girls is only twenty seven ninety five. Much better game than at World Challenge Soccer. Victory's better, too. Although Victory looks, like, really tall. Yeah, they like it has had, the wrong think, legs on it. Yeah. What's what Gottlieb's that everyone puts the wrong legs on it, so the thing is, like, ridiculously tall. Because they're hoping people won't have to play it because it's too tall. They'll just give up. <laughs> just give up. <laughs> So what's, Ron, um, yeah. what's their famous triple wax protection process? What is that? Um, wax on, wax off. Yeah. Wax on it. Okay. <laughs> so that is, that's all with the eBay. Do you have any stumpers for me? Did Zach give you a stumper this week? I do not have a stumper. Oh, so you, so you cannot make up your own stumpers. I see. Uh, I just said I don't have a stumper this okay, week. Okay, okay. I have one for you. I have oh. a couple left. Okay. And, and you may join in too, Mr. Ryan C. Uh, my pinball knowledge is vast, and, and yes, I will I surely chime in before Ron. It's, this is all about Stearns, older okay. Stearns. So I know you now are becoming the Stern nut like us. I've got four of them. I know you do. None of them work, but I've got four of them. You got it. Which one did they make the most quantity of? Multiple choice question. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Free fall? Cheetah, Quicksilver, or Orbiter 1? Uh, I will guess Cheetah. Ron? What was the first one you said? It was Freefall, Cheetah, Orbiter 1, or Quicksilver? I'll say Freefall. You are right, Ron. 1,300. The only reason I say that is because it came out after... Flight 2000, so usually whatever comes out after it, they'll make still make a lot of before like it goes in the shitter. What's number two? Number two out of those? Yep. You have Cheetah, Quicksilver, or Orbiter 1. Surely I came second. Yeah, maybe Cheetah second. Are you both saying Cheetah? I yeah. will. You are both right. All right. Which one's la- Which one's last? Surely Orbiter 1. <laughs> uh, I'll say Quicksilver. Orbiter 1. Damn it! Really? Why did Cheetah sell so bad when Big Game sold, what, more than double? I don't know. Uh, well, Ugly remember... Back class. Yeah, well, Big Game also... Remember, it was the, the first, first seven-digit seven scoring game. That was the gimmick. Mm-hmm. That's why it displays like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 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 see? seven, 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 seven. Okay, so I gave you a question. You failed on giving me one, so I win. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> repairs, Ron. I will have some coming up. My first EM repair will be upcoming, so I have to figure out why my Spanish eyes doesn't work. Okay. Any repairs for you, Ryan? Yeah. 
just whirlwinds. I've been asking you some questions about that as as um, along with Rhoda Dave, but I've just I've decided to just step away from pinball for a couple of days. Besides talking nonstop on on podcasts, but just repairs. Just <clears throat> I need I need long ass podcasts. I I tried to repair whirlwind for the entire slam talk podcast episode which was good because you guys did a long one but n- none of that 40 minute shit like before i can't i can't do anything i can't repair games in 40 minutes or work out or anything you guys need at least at least two hours a week come on we'll have more this week so you can listen to yourself yeah you can listen to yourself because that's not weird <laughs> i need a, a reseatable a re uh what are they called reseatable fuses because it just keeps the keeps on blowing Circuit the fuse. breaker Sorry, but, yeah, but I need to be able to adjust it to like a certain fuse values. That's what we so, buy. We buy by them circuit breakers, and then you wire them right in. Yeah. So and then when you pop I, it, oh well, you just you reset it and try again. Yeah. Do you guys? What do you guys think about whirlwind? Yeah. Have you guys owned it before? It's good. I've owned three. Oh, sorry, four. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't big on System Eleven games, are you? Oh, somewhat. Yes, what? very much. Roller games is the greatest game ever. Come on. It is. And I have, I have 14 rock, Tomcat. Rock, rock, roller games. Rock, 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 roller games. But you're not obsessed with them like the Stern Electronic Games. Like I don't think you guys have done one episode where you haven't mentioned like the 1980s Stern Electronic Games versus Cause they're awesome. the System 11 games. But when you, when you have the best in your possession, <laughs> everything else is second. I mean, when, when you own the stars, I mean, that's... Yes. Stars made top four. We need to make sure every podcaster owns the stars. Martin thinks it's overrated trash. Well, he's high. See, he, yes. and it's too much gin. That's what it is. Yeah, See, what well, he, he, yeah. he also thinks that F14 Tomcat is a uh, one of the biggest world on the glass pinball machines there are. So I'm not sure about that. It is. I feel like I'm in the battle. I know. <laughs> Come on. Now you die, 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 die. Come on. Steve Ritchie yelling at you? Come on. You were definitely part of the, the world. Yes. The world under glass. But not when you look at it, only when you're playing it and the, the sounds it, yes. dictate that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, technically, if you would do that world under glass stuff, what, what was the one Dennis Nordman game that's like all green? Oh, Special uh, Forces. Yeah. Black, Special Force. No, no, the other one. Special Force. You think you're in the jungle? Yeah, Bally Special Force. I mean, you're in the jungle. Everything is like green, and you're supposed to be in the jungle. That was pre-Predator. Pre-Predator. <laughs> the um the guy that I bought my Quicksilver off painted the entire cabinet green, so it's got a green playfield and a green cabinet. So it's just nice. just that's a word on the grass glass right there. You can get the stencils. World of green. Yeah. You can get the stencils though. That's a good thing. <laughs> All right, so let's see. I think the mail ball bag's emptied. Repairs are done. No, I did not go over my repairs, buddy. Oh, well, move it. Let's go. What the hell? We're going to take our time and talk about repairs here. I'm working on a Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, I got this thing. It was a basket case. Looks pretty. Basket case. Had a switch matrix issue. Got that fixed. A couple of uh, bad caps on some of the switches. When I got to the drop target assembly, there was no bracket holding the coil in. Completely gone. Luckily, I had spare one off another playfield, popped that on. Then I started replacing light sockets on Bally Gains. And now you know how much Ron just loves light sockets. Yeah, they're great. 
I have 18 I replaced so far, but I'm done now. Then I had to replace a couple connectors. How do you pins. do it on the old games when they're like stapled, stapled in? They're not stapled in. They're just screwed in. No, they're he st- means well. They're also they're soldered directly I'm, to the tab. Yeah, exactly. So you just desoldered off the coi- off the ground, braid. Yeah, it's a pain in the oh, ass. It's easy. Okay. No, it's, easy. it's not easy. I Don't did, listen I did to 18, him. I did eighteen of them in one hour because what you have to do is prep work beforehand. What you do is you you tin the area around. You first you scratch it up so you make it nice and rough where you gotta put your solder on. You yeah, that's fine. On. I'm talking about getting the old ones off. Oh, it's easy. Ten seconds. You gotta get a nice hot solder gun. Gun. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So I'm now going to it's now working fully. I just saw the pop bumpers. I got all three of the displays were bad on them, and I had a couple spare ones, so I threw them in. The soundboard's a little wonky for the sign. I have to rebuild the soundboard, but I don't, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm going to take it all back down, put it in storage, and pull out Dragon Fist and start doing light sockets and trying to eventually I'm going to do the scariest thing ever on a pinball machine play field. Don't take the mylar off. Don't do it. Take the mylar off. Don't do it. It's already got wear underneath it, which means and they didn't put it on well either. I know they did, but it plays like ass with it. It does. So guess what? I'm going to take off the top pieces and I'm going to cut right around. Uh, I'm going to try to save the bottom piece. The bottom piece isn't the bad part. It's the upper pieces that really suck on that thing. So what do you think that the Mylar just slows down the ball because... No, this guy was... I think he was uh, a moron when he did it because he actually left air bubbles in it and then didn't smooth it down, flush. There's actually a ripple in it. Pretty bad. So you guys aren't talking about factory... factory no, no. When they had it from the factory. Said, I'm going to save this pinball machine forever and... Pinside Petey? Yeah, pinside well, my- <laughs> He's the best pinball tech ever, just like his brother. You should move to Australia, Bruce. There's your your knowledge here would be unmatched, and you could charge people at least double to repair the pinball machines. I can make like four thousand dollars Australian in an people hour. Ch- <laughs> you would be God. <laughs> Do you have many good repair guys down there? Uh, yeah, they they're good. They're good in the sense that they fix pinball machines. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they have the attention to detail that other people have. Like, I know people that say, "Oh yeah, I just, I just got fixed and and check it out." But you know, the game won't be working as as well and as smooth. And it'll be like little flipper hop, and the you know the flippers aren't aligned absolutely perfectly. Things like that. And I guess after doing it for twenty years, they they just want to get the machine working and and just leave because they mm-hmm. charge they charge pretty much by the hour here. So yeah, of course, uh, most places do. But Mr. Just, Peck, you know, there's, there's knowledgeable Mr. guys. Mr. Peck does pretty sure. good, though. I guarantee it. Even though he's in New Zealand. Most but. most of the people that... <laughs> <laughs> most of the people here that repair pinball machines, yeah. what they do is that the people that don't work on their pinball machines are usually the collectors that are like the hyper-rich ones. Mm. And so what they do is they... People are like, oh, hey, I'm thinking about selling my Indiana Jones. So they'll buy it before it goes on the market. They'll rebuild it. They might put a new play field in there. They'll like literally just doll up the machine and then they'll sell it for some crazy amount like fifteen thousand dollars and the whole collective like the whole community of people in the know will laugh at like oh my gosh what a ripoff but he'll sell it because he has these like private customers that aren't part of the community aren't on forums and that's how they make most of their money not from actually repairing the consoles from getting a network of people that they know that know nothing about pinball and just want not to be um not ripped off, but they don't want to buy 
going to the machines and have to work on them. They just want someone to do all the work for them. So that's the key, Bruce. Okay. Sell to noobs. <laughs> no, the problem is that rebound, that that whip boomerangs on you, Australian. It boomerangs on you pretty bad sometimes. Boomerangs on you pretty bad. Okay. Because what happens is you buy. What are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. Do you so like TNA? Everything you thought it was going to be? I know Bruce hates it, even though he didn't play it, but, you know, I really do like it. Why? I don't know why you hate it, Bruce. It's so much fun. Uh, well, watch me play it on the stream. I'm literally sweating at one point when I'm on, like, Reactor 6. Like, ah. Has, has Bruce played it yet? Not you know, not being surrounded by a whole bunch of people and and kind of being just you and no, you and Bruce. No, he hasn't he hasn't played it at a show. I think he might have played it once at my house. I played it four or five times at your house when it wasn't broken. Yeah, but it wasn't ready yet. Yeah, because I fixed it. It's fine now. And there was probably like a million people around. You were running the tournament. You need like one on one time with TNA. No, you were by yourself. I was. I played it by myself, and okay. I was like, uh. He hates everything. He hates TNA. He hates dialed in. Yeah. I do hate dialed in. If only you could I hate, hate dialed like... In more than, I hate dialed in more than TNA. What does that tell you? Just tells you your taste is... You don't no. hate it. You just don't like it. I don't like the scoring. Come on. It's terrible. You guys with the scoring. Whatever happened to just having fun? I don't have fun with it because guess what? I can make 20 shots in a row and get 2,000 points. A guy walks up, hits four shots, and he's got 50,000 points. You weren't hitting the right things. Oh my god. Come on. That's every that's every game, Bruce. Yes, that's come every on. Every game. Raymond Davidson likes it. He can't be wrong. You can have a five minute ball on, on Iron Maiden and you can have horrible horrible scores. You no, know, but five minutes versus have a lot Keith of Allen. In Iron Maiden, if I hit nine shots, well probably twelve shots, I can have over three hundred thousand points easily. Hopefully more than three hundred thousand. Tell million. me what shots on nothing because they all do something. Ramps mostly ramps are useless on the game except for one or two modes. The ramps are useless. They are except for one. You go ramps are essential to lighting your your locks. Exactly, right? but it, but it is useless. What's more important than lighting locks? Multi ball is dead in that game. Really, the only time you use multi ball in dialed in is to get the big bang or get a sim card. It's the only reason why you're getting a multi ball. Yeah. Or to play sure, the mode. That needs, that needs barely. I, I I agree. The the multi ball is what needs adjusting to have either an end goal. It needs to escalate. Besides yes. getting the um, super jackpots, it needs to escalate into just to be able to finish multi ball or worth more. But going back to the ramp thing, uh, Ron, you know that the the hurry up on the right ramp. It's a really cool thing that you can do where you can keep on hitting the right ramp over and over again. But it returns the ball to the left flipper, and you can't backhand it. So you have to kind of like bump it over and nudge yeah. the ball. Yeah. And if you, uh, I, I could only ever do it once or twice. But I remember watching Martin do it like six times in a row, and it was fucking awesome. You just there's points to be had. It's just, it just and and that's worth an escalating like ten, then eleven, then twelve, and thirteen. It's still worth decent points. Still sucks. <sighs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So if anyone wants to buy a Fine. black Spider-Man or trade, don't forget I still have one because I'm keeping my my Star Trek. Not getting rid of that. Okay, Bruce. What do you what do you want for it, Bruce? I don't know. Make me an offer. Give me some trade bait. Show me some goods. And don't forget October thirteenth, we have pin golf at the Silver Ball Saloon. We do. Eighteen holes of pin golf. 
October 13th. I might even be there. I think you will be there. Yeah. Ryan C., are we going to be able to fly you in? Well, we just started a Patreon, and we've got at least $10, $10 a month, so that'll that'll almost fly me there, maybe in, in someone's luggage or, or something. <laughs> if you come out, I'll let you take my stars home. <laughs> For free. For free. Star, okay. Stargazer? Yeah, I'll come to you, Stargazer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to see you all the way out, <laughs> and then I'll give a nice little miniature Stargazer. <laughs> one of those, like, three by five inch ones. <laughs> Here you go, Ryan! <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> give me an ass whooping but uh, we're going to have uh, pin golf it's $20 to play 18 holes plus finals come on out and enjoy that silver ball saloon with good food good friends and good times playing pinball oh my so uh, what, what, would, what would Martin say right now so are we done <laughs> <laughs> I think we're yeah, done, I think Ryan. We're done. Okay. Okay. So this has been episode I'm sorry. This has been episode one oh nine, Thor and um Raginator or Ragnarok or whatever it is. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Love you, Tuck. I'd like to thank Ryan C of the Head to Head Podcast for joining us tonight. Or yeah, well, today hey. for him. Today, yes. Mm-hmm. See, see what this I did is, there. I'd, I'd rather record during the morning. I feel re- refreshed. Three hours, and I can still keep on going. But when, when oh you record my. at night, you're just like I want to go to bed now. I, I want to go to bed. I really do. It's like, oh my god, really? We are the Slam Till Podcast. Check out our website at slamtillpodcast.com. We can be found on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram for some reason. I don't know why. Check out our Twitch channel. Also, YouTube. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. Our email address is slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Really? Yeah, really. Send your hate mail to Bruce for not That's liking like- TNA. Yes, please send send your hate mail. Send your hate <laughs> mail. Ron, if you notice, we've gotten no hate mail that I've been Scott talking Denise. about. Scott Denisi. Of- <laughs> yeah, I can believe that one. <laughs> yeah, we, saying- haven't, we haven't gotten any hate mail. Well, we, we wouldn't get it for last week because you weren't on. I know, but the week before, I talked about it the same way. Mm. 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 I'm going to message Scott Denisi and tell him to send one through. <laughs> Take mail. Yikes. <laughs> so, so thanks, everybody. Thanks, Ryan C. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Chris Kloppenberg. All right, we ready? I guess. Let's do it. I guess. Wow. Are, are you Zach Bruce?
I guess so. That's a very Zach <laughs> answer right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming to you from... Uh, yeah, I screwed up already. <laughs> Your Zachness threw me off. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys, I'm going to go to bed since it's 11.30 Eastern time. Me too. Thank you, sir, for coming on. Thank you, Ryan. Keep in touch with yourself, mate. Keep Jurassic Park. Keep in touch with yourself. Yeah, tell us the story about Jurassic Park tomorrow morning. Keep in touch with yourself. Keep in touch with yourself. Yeah, keep in touch with yourself. Keep in touch with yourself. Damn, a Bruceism that we we left. Does that mean mean masturbate? Does that mean I have to masturbate? (laughs) (sighs) Goodbye, folks. See you later. Bye, guys. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Bye.